special guest, Reinforce, here for the official rookie draft of 2022. Uh, it's, yeah, episode 222 for, episode, for the year 2022. It's a lot of twos here. It's also the second time we're doing this draft. It's definitely, you know, we're, we're definitely... Uh, not doing this for the first time, right? I mean, there's a secret. There's a secret rookie draft out there somewhere from last week. They got lost to the ether. Um, but you know, we'll just pretend that was practice. We'll just pretend that was, uh, you know, the that was the, our trial run. Even though I was very proud of my draft person, I thought that was a very good time that we had. But um, it'd be round two. We're doing it again, guys. We're running it back. Rookie draft, the second time around that people will actually see now. How you guys doing? Yeah. Too bad. Too shabby. That was my bad last last week. That was the blue screen I mean, of death. Um, in pretty much the last five minutes of the of the recording, probably right. Like we were oh, all we're done. So close. <laughs> oh my um, god, this one hurt. I. You know what also hurt? My fist on my table. That also hurt a lot. Yeah. Uh, oh, were you that angry? Survived, I was very angry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. That was like a two and a half hour recording. No, and we just. <laughs> Chopped it up. <laughs> Out in the nether. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be real, guys. We're live with this recording, but I can't find the video where I see your faces. So I'll just I'll just say it live on the recording. I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> You're lost? It's right, it's right here, dude. Can, you can hear us smiling I can, I can through the you. video. Yes. Okay. Oh. So, yes, thank you. Right. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, yeah, good to be on. I was on here last week, so mm -hmm. you know it's not really the first time I'm on here for a while because uh, you know I've uh -huh. spoken to you guys recently. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, yeah, I think this is gonna be a really fun idea. This is because um, so this is gonna be weird, right? Because last mm -hmm. week I essentially gave all my points away, so now I've already said all my opinions to you, but the listeners uh -huh. haven't heard them. That's true. So I have to remember all the opinions I said last <laughs> week. But I think last week I said. That this is something I really wanted to do because every year people don't believe that we know anything about rookies on Plat Chat and specifically me. They're just like, oh, you guys don't watch contenders. You, you, you just uh. like, all you care about is the Overwatch League. You don't know any of these fucking tier two talent. You know, you're not a real Overwatch fan. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> let's go to Tactical Crouch because these guys know their shit and let's make a rookie draft because I think this is going to be so much fun. And to prove that I have the knowledge that I know who these guys are and what they do, and they actually deserve to get paid for my job. So this is just me trying to justify my position in the award scene somehow so that people can't get back to me and talk shit. I'm so it's very selfish of me, but... It's a good idea. <laughs> you know, that's, that's where I stand. I mean, people could just go to your... They just go to your Twitter and just see you posting clips from contenders. Sure. That, that didn't come yeah. from nowhere. You know, those clips from somewhere. Yeah, um, I paid someone you, off an intern or something, but yeah, yeah and you streamed you do, you yeah. streamed a bit of yourself watching containers as well. So I got to put the proof out there once a month. Oh. I turn it on. Hey, yep. Hey. You know we're really as often as the average person watching tier two. So I, I can't can't blame you. We're really not educating our audience very well because, like, it feels like content creators are inherently driven just to spite three redditors. And just like who talk shit and therefore create sick content. So why would these guys ever stop if that's that produces some of the best content? True. You know, that's not they'll, they'll, they'll find something. The I really th this is also is so off topic, Iska. But I really enjoy that there was like some meta thread on the Reddit, and I was just like, uh, uh, it was like, oh, there's like five people who are like the bandits of the subreddit, and I was like, oh my god, this is drama. This is <laughs> <that's> drama. But, uh, <laughs> we don't have to get into that. But uh, that, that was spicy. Like, how to clean up the suburb. That was funny. Uh, anyway, rookies. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, we got a lot of them. What I think the final count ends up being forty-four. There is one bit of good news from the re-recording, and mm. that is that last week we didn't have Speedily. True. Now he was heavily rumored to be potentially joining. I think this was it was a this was a weird um kind of way he got signed because almost nobody kept their mouth shut or they did in like really sneaky ways. All these different players were like, ooh, ice emoji. Ooh, you know, you wouldn't know who it's going to be and all this kind of stuff. And you see Atlanta Rain uh, Twitter account mm-hmm. is posting shit as well. It's just like the need for speed. I'm like, come on, like what's going on? You, you, it's just a little bit too obvious. It's just, this is the opposite of the NYXL where they've literally signed a six player and it's just a mystery ghost person that no one knows, not even Halo knows. But then you look at Speedly, and it's just like no one can keep their mouths shut. It's just completely the opposite. So worst kept secret in the offseason, apparently, is Speedily. Um, and we're not going to get into... Well, if somebody picks Speedily, we can talk about it more. But the, the general gist is that the Overwatch League... I think we talked about this in the Atlanta Rain preview, but we'll do it again for any watchers that haven't seen that yet. If you want to know more about Speedily in, in, in detail, you can go back to last episode. But right now, uh, yeah, they changed the cutoff date for the uh, the, the age limit. Uh, I mean, it's still 18, but you the, the date shifted from what was it, like July to August 31st, something like that, mm-hmm. um, partially to account for the fact that we are starting the season late, later. Um, and as a cause of that, Speedly, whose birthday, I believe, is August 26th, is just barely in. So he just became suddenly eligible out of nowhere. And I guess teams looked at him, and obviously a team that looked at him pretty hard is Atlanta, because he's got two teammates on that team from AT. It, it and, reminded me of like... For Formula One, I don't know if you guys seen Drive to Survive, where like the teams yeah, yeah. try to get away with shit all the time. Like they change a yeah. the little part, you know, they introduce a new thing, yeah. and it's like, oh, it goes against the rules, and it's like unfair advantage. And like the the teams, they like bicker back and forth about like what's right, what's wrong, and like even if it's <laughs> right, uh, even if it's right and justified, they'll just still report it, just to, like fuck with the opponent. That's how yeah. I felt with this. It's just like atlanta just like oh yeah we need to move back this you know we're starting two months later you know we need to you know move back the uh the, the coming to age kind of date you know and then they you should they, make they it all change yeah, that and then like <laughs> did the other teams know like were they in on this did they have any info like were atlanta already talking to speedily before it was changed mm-hmm. like all this all this drama we're never gonna find out about it but you know what, what if what if it reminds uh, me uh what if brad is like christian horner you know you never know <laughs> and then what and, and and yeah, and it does remind me of like when when Washington got decay and they got him through a loophole and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's very it's very much like that. So I don't know. We've seen the movie Rush with um, it was the old school Formula One from back and it was from the seventies. Uh, it's got Chris Hemsworth in it. He got a big signing. Um, very late, though. He's, I think Speedly can't play until literally week three of Summer Showdown, which is way in the distance. So good luck with that. Yeah. They also have more DPS now, which I'll be interested to see how they handle. Um, without further ado, though, I think we're pretty much ready to get started. Um, and as we head in, we'll, we'll sort of explain and go over what we did last time as well. So that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Without further ado, guys, episode 222, the rookie draft of 2022, brought to you by... Elokrad, Refined Bean, Bronze Bob Buha, Charek, Commissioner Picasso, Chris R34444, Cash67, Lolshin, Pork Chop, Sammy, Rick, Sam, Volumel, Spoon Nuts, and your misery. So, we talked about the fact that last week we had 
a rookie draft already done and dusted. Obviously, we didn't know it was going to be a trial run. Ended up being a trial run. Uh, we can actually bring up, if we're ready, what that looked like. So we can reveal our draft from last week, which we did for real. And um, we set a random order in terms of who would be doing, who would be picking when, and then snake drafted as well. So, you know, first person goes first, and then they go last, etc. Um, we played by normal rules in terms of roster building, two DPS, two supports, one tank, just because that makes more sense and it's a bit more competitive and fun. Um, and in a fantasy world as well, where you are building your fantasy roster, no language barriers, everyone gets along, no desk slamming inside the team, you know, no punching drywall, and um, everyone's cool. They can all communicate and they all love each other. And uh, we don't care about coaching staff or anything like that. Um, and then finally, you probably probably looked at the title and you're like, official improper rookie draft. What does that mean? That means we're not going to use proper in this draft because it would be too damn easy. He'd be <laughs> instantly true. anybody's number one pick. Um, he would skew the draft probably a little bit too far. Um, and we're going to save ourselves that and, and, and just say and just all acknowledge that, yes, he's the best rookie coming on in. Yes, we would all pick him if we had the first pick. And, and I guess um, to just clarify, like, I, I don't know exactly what, like, the goal, the result goal is here with, like, the draft, like, how we evaluate them. But essentially, like, proper is so good that, like, just picking him alone would instantly make your entire team so much better. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's why yeah. it kind of doesn't make sense. Because, like, it would make your team so much better. It's not that, like, you know... it. it well, you know, in any draft, in any sport, it'd be like, of course, you pick the best player number one. But like, since we're trying to make teams, having someone that's like 20% better than any other player, it kind of makes a team part unfair, I guess. So. Definitely skews uh, some of the uh, the picking orders. So, gentlemen's agreement. Improper. GA. Proper got yeah. GA'd. <laughs> Another games that, you know, tend to be a good thing, but, you know, this one, not so much. Yeah. So, so to kind of talk about last week as well, um, it'll get brought up in a second, I'm sure. But, you know, we had um, some really interesting rosters, mm -hmm. some interesting picks. We can sort of go over those in, in some detail. I don't think we need to go over the full detail again. Mm. Um, unfortunately, like, I think we all pretty much showed our hand at the end and we all kind of explained our process, yeah. which... Uh, you it's remember that ideal for, It's probably <laughs> not ideal for, for, for the <laughs> strategy of this week. Because, like, we got to the end, and, you know, we realized the recording was busted, and we realized we're going to have to do this again. And I'm like, oh, shit. I just told everyone everything. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so that got a bit awkward. But, oh, here we go. We got it up now. So um, let's, let's scroll down to the actual four teams. So this is the order that everybody got picked in from 1 to 20. But if you go down to the actual teams, yes, and then we can we can see how it actually landed in in a way that's um, yeah, is more digestible. Um, not okay. sure how so, delayed your stream is, but uh, the all right. Well, you you talk about your team first. Then you you went for a Prudifin, Kaluge, OG, Petapan. So talk about your team a little bit in brief detail, and talk about like mm. you know why it was in this order and all that kind of stuff, if you like. Yeah. So in my mind, I was first pick. Um. I was thinking, okay, how are we going to evaluate this? Like, um, and how is the perception and how do I think about the rookies that aren't proper? And I think 
easily the most likely second candidate to compete for Rookie of the Year is a Preta this year. Um, just like multiple times, contenders MVP, incredible talent. Chengdu, probably also not going to be a pushover this year again. Um, and just in terms of how he fit in, I, I, that, I feel that was just like a, a first-round pick. Um, I'm, I'm sure someone else would have picked him by the time I got eighth, right? Uh, I thought uh, flex supports would be highly contested. Um, I think in general my my strategy really like probably undervalued flex DPS and the importance of them. Jump looking to improve on this time around. Um, I think there's a shortage <laughs> of good quality tanks. Um, yep, which we noticed. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I think main support. Yeah, it's not amazing, but it's also not that big of a problem. It feels like we'll we'll see. Joe, you were second order in the draft. How'd you go with yours? You went Alpha, you Stalker, Ryan, and provide Super Rich. Yeah, I was I was pretty pleased with how mine rounded out. I put a pretty big emphasis on DPS. Um, I think that was reflected in how I think Overwatch Two is going to play. Um, less so on supports. That's also kind of supported by you know some of the things that we've heard, either from developers or from players speaking on the you know, on behalf of uh, the the things that are going on. Um, and I quite like Reiner. Um, we will uh, see if I repick him. I don't know. I think the Reiner pick is like very interesting with LP and Stalker. Like that's just a dynamic like DPS in frontline. Mm -hmm. I really, I really like that. But then you picked Provide and Super Rich, and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, Provide <laughs> oh, Super Rich is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, if I had to change my weights when it came to support, I definitely would have preferred a, a little bit more potent, uh, flex support. So maybe that gets uh, moved up in the order. I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna fit in, but it should be fun either you, way. You, you were the, you were the only one with Hangzhou Spark picks. So as a fellow mm. Hangzhou Spark and <laughs> I do appreciate your team. I, I, you know, I think we're, we're, we're red. We're bedmates in that way. I think there are a lot of good players on the Hangzhou Spark. I just am a little more gun shy on the team as a whole, I should say. Okay, fair enough. I'll forgive, we'll forgive Johnny for not picking the Hangzhou members because he went last in the order. So, you know, mm. I'll just say that Joe snapped them up first. Um, mm. I think you and Jessica were the only people that, the only two that went for uh, double ups from people from the same team as well. So, two Shock players, two Spark players. Uh, mm -hmm. Johnny and I had unique rosters in terms of I had five players from five different teams. He did as well. Um, pretty widespread as well. I was the only one that went for a Washington player. Pretty late in the pick as well. Um, yeah, I decided to go for tank first, which now that I'm last pick, it feels like it probably won't happen again, Sag. Mm. So, whatever. I have to find my strength somewhere else. I'm last pick this time, which has got to be interesting. Um, I had probably a little bit more of a focus outside of DPS because I knew that, uh, you know, DPS was kind of flying by and um, I was like, well, I'll go later on, everyone else get DPS and I'll strengthen my team elsewhere. Mm. Uh, which, depending on how the order goes again, I might just have to do again, depending on how everyone else's strategy goes. And uh, landed a pretty um, balanced roster, one of each role. Everybody kind of have covered all my bases 
Um, don't think I have any particular weaknesses. Um, mm -hmm. I had a sick strategy for keeping Kilo for last as well because I knew no one else needed him. So I just had this guy on lock. I was like, I can literally save this guy for last and still get him, which is great. I think that um, was like the biggest eye opener was like seeing how many like hit rookie hit scans there were and being like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to draft them very early because there's actually a lot of them that are actually really good. And speaking of them, I mean, Johnny got one of the best ones straight up. So you got MN3, which I'm, you might have yeah. been surprised by. You're like, oh, MN3's been left open. What is this? Yeah, I think I said this during the last recording as well. I just didn't, before the episode, I didn't uh, differentiate between flex uh, DPS and hitscan DPS. Mm. Uh, and then as we found out, like there was, there, there's more, there's better hitscan DPS coming into the league this year than there are flex DPS. And so I was just like, oh, I'll pick MN3, you know, like the, the best, mm -hmm. the best hitscan player probably coming, or well, apart from Aprita, coming into the league. And then, you know. Avril picks Kilo with 19 <laughs> and Merit is not even on the board. And I'm yep. like, oh, maybe uh -huh. committing to Hitscan DPS first might have been a bit of a mistake here. So uh, it's it's an interesting draft. There's some uh, nice intricacies to it. So yeah. now we're going to, it's, it's going to be a hyper competitive draft now because now we all like know what happened. One of the fun things that happened was five shock plays. I think shock had the highest represent. Was it five? Mm -hmm. Four. Mm -hmm. Four shock Four. plays. Four out of their current five rookies. So, um, Just who didn't Sam. make it? Do you go Sam didn't. No, Sam, Sam is No, he no, did. Sam did. Oh, really? Oh, Proper's the only one that didn't make it because he's yeah, banned. Of course. Yeah, 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 of course. Proper's banned. No, that makes sense. <laughs> True, yeah. So we, got, so we literally got all the shock rookies outside of the one that was banned. And if he was available, he probably would have been picked. Yeah. So, you know, that's crazy. So shock had the highest representation in this entire draft. Um, I don't know. Maybe they just won the offseason. I mean, they have the most rookies of any team yeah. by sheer number to start with, but their rookie quality is so high as well. So, mm -hmm. and good job to the team. Well done. I, I said that. I I said this last week. I mean, part of me feels like we're fucking crazy for just rating these rookie, rookies so high. Coming off the year of the Lonald Spitfire promoting British Hurricane <laughs> and having a woeful year, just awful year. And say what you want about like you know. Finally, this year, we have, like, you know, some teenagers coming of age and they can finally join the league. They've been waiting for a long time. Meanwhile, on Spitfire last year, it was, like, it was, you know, Kellex, Reaper, you know, they'd already been in the league and, you know, didn't do great Hardy, didn't have the best of seasons. So you can say that, that, like, those were veterans that dominated in contenders, maybe because of their experience, you know, because they were, uh, you know, a bit knowledgeable. They didn't have Dan D in our worst league. Huge mistake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sign the Swedes. The more Swedes you are, the, the, the better, except sure, for yeah. the man. Um, but <laughs> like this year, everyone's just sewing on the rookies. They're just like, we love the rookies, and I get it. You know, I've watched the odds. I've, I've seen what they can do. I've seen the damage they can do, like the insane mechanics they have. This is the best rookie year we've had since uh, you know the Overwatch League started in terms of talent coming in holistically. Like this many, this many good players. Mm. But part of me is just like, what what are we doing here? <laughs> How are we rating all these rookies so highly coming off a year where rookies weren't really that great, except for like Pelican, I really? suppose? I mean, mm -hmm. the, I'm, I'm just being a bit cautious. I'm like, we did an Atlanta Rain preview on Plat Chat, and people are like going, you know, loving the backline of OG and Ultraviolet and all this. But maybe we should just calm it down a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. We should relax for just a second because the rookie hype this year, it's out of control. It's crazy. Are the fans quite totally. down on rookies for this year? Or are they big No, as well? they're all in. I think oh, everyone's all in. They're, I don't think I've seen well. a single person okay. being like, 
oh, I don't really rate Aprita. I don't really rate, you know, yeah. Finn, the Shock, you know, Shock might be Which, a mid-table um, team. No, everyone's like, oh, Shock's going to be great. You're going to be like top four and eight. Like, well, like straight up one mm-hmm. third of the players this year are rookies. One third. Yeah, the whole league yeah, is rookies. Um, you guys brought this up on a recent play chat, but it's like somehow, despite tier two being not the best, mm. like it's not super well supported. I mean, two regions are just not even fucking there. Like there's no... There's no Asia Pacific outside of Australia, Korea, China. So all those Southeast Asian countries just don't exist. This is part of the reason why Patapan couldn't even play Overwatch. He went to Valorant because yeah. it's just what do you fucking play? They just it doesn't. Your region just got demolished. So South America don't exist, um, and you know, the money in contenders uh, pretty debatable in terms of how good it is. It is what it is. I know bu- budget's always an issue, um, but despite all of that. Like produce forty four good rookies coming to the off off season this year. It's like what? Mm. How, how? Where did we get forty four good rookies from? This is crazy. What? What is this but, dumb fucking saying? I see on I see on the internet all the time. It's so dumb. It's like hard time. Hard times makes hard men or something like that. Contenders. <laughs> 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 it's just like oh, we have no money. You know, we have no support whatsoever. And it just breeds like the most the most Chad Alpha contenders players coming into the Overwatch League this year. Just like, oh, it's finally our time to wreak <laughs> havoc on these fucking Alpha players who've had financial support <laughs> their careers. And like, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just I'm just messing around. Maybe we but. are maybe we are just breeding the hardest motherfuckers out there yeah. because <laughs> if you're if you're if you're willing to play in tier two right now, you must be a hard motherfucker. I got I'll give you really? I'll give props to that. Like if if you, like, win- you could be playing <laughs> If you win current tennis career, maybe you get an extra pack of ramen. <laughs> like you're now allowed yeah. to survive for another week. I don't know the um the the spicy thing about this is also basically we can bullshit all we want. You know that's my strategy actually this off season. If you haven't noticed, Johnny, I'm just going to like say the most outrageous shit, and when it doesn't come true, I just like ah, you know, Overwatch too, man. Couldn't have predicted that. Oh my god, it changed yep. everything. That's the, yep. That's the beauty. I love it. That's why we can hype r- rookies. Now, mm-hmm. I will say, I probably would expect rookies, generally speaking, to be more adaptable to uh, new environments than, you know, calcified. <laughs> or Their brain calcified. is not fully developed. Yeah. It's still growing. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm only reasoning with uh, <laughs> neuroplasticity here. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you're like too like even when it comes to like game terms, like I don't think you're too far off when you look at like the demand of main tank increasing and like obviously that role being, you know, filed down. Um, I think there's there's some merit to that. I think there's merit to DPS becoming more and more demanding over the years. I think, you know, supports could face some some interesting growth this year with, you know, like like I said, you know, things being a little bit more um harder for them so it i don't think you're 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 wrong in that way just from a gameplay perspective joe no, you know what's crazy like we literally killed a role and therefore like in theory like doubled up the quality talent for a single position and it still feels like we don't have enough skill tanks in this league <laughs> like there, there's such an atrophy of like quality tanks it feels like that was always true in Overwatch League. There were never more than like three elite people around on the main tank role, for instance, right? How many of them retired? So many retired. Choi, yeah. Cooper, Mano. I can't remember anymore, but you know, I'm sure there are more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I named three. Those were the three good so times. Many, I just named three. So. 
Yeah. I mean, it's that in like the Fisher retired. The oh, like gesture's gone. Come on, guys. Sorry. I mean, you're reaching for Bring Fisher, Fisher back. Fisher back. I think the shark should have targeted Fisher personally. I think mm. they should have gotten him back. Return. Um, um. So yeah, I mean, also, I'm not gonna lie. I think British Hurricane did underperform, but it is EU guys. Let's be, no. I don't want to be too mean. Ooh. Um. I don't know. We, we don't have as many. Huh? I'm I'm just ping? going to say ping. Oh yeah. yeah, they probably got owned by ping as well. Mm-hmm. We'll see if the new EU rookies uh, hold up. I think the NA NA had another super team, which is great. And I think there's also a lot of underage people because I last year I knew people like proper were good, just too young. You know, we knew Speedly mm-hmm. was good. We knew a bunch of the AT guys were good, just too young. You know, so um, is what it is. It's crazy that we say, and this is the last thing I'll say about this topic before we get into stuff. Um. It's crazy that we say we generally agree upon that every single year is more competitive than the last, and yet this is probably one of the years with the most rookies, not counting the first year where everyone is technically a rookie. This is probably the year where we have the most rookies, and still we probably say this is a more this should be a more competitive year than last, which is yeah. us basically just saying the rookies coming in are just better than the old guard leaving um, for mm-hmm. one reason or another, outside of maybe a few select examples of you know goats like Super leaving, but agreed. You know, yeah, so. The- the one beautiful thing about Overwatch, we get a, a big talent churn. There's always like a, a sizable like, and it's not like they're bad, you know. Oh, they're untested. Like most of the time, these are some pretty, pretty dominant players yeah. coming up from the highest tier of the amateur division and, and slotting in really nicely. It does say though, like you know, hopefully if we do get some more tier two support um, mm. from the Blizzard side, that we can do an even better job of shooting yeah. it out because. 100%. Um, as much as I, li- I like all these hard mofos coming in, it'd be nice to, <laughs> you know, it'd be nice to, if we support a bit more, people would have more of a reason to stay, you know, watch yes. and try and compete rather than be like, what's going on with Valorant? You know, what's happening mm. with Fortnite? And just, just looking over the fence all the time. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I know you wanted to move on, but you know, on. just full on that point, like Overwatch 2 as well, like most likely in like, in like two to three years, if we're still playing 5v5, the, the scene is going to, you know, pump out tanks that actually can play both off tanks and main tank at sure, a really sure. good level like you know if the this is the parameters of the game if this is how it's made inevitably we're going to get even more tank players that can play both roles at a very high level so uh, i'm i'm gonna love when that happens when we finally move on from like the the off tank main tank thing we kicked off in overwatch one and in overwatch two eventually get all these tank players who are just like amazing at all kinds of tanks mm. That's got to be like a complete, like if you think about who we think of as like some of the gold candidates for tank, right? Like Super and Smurf. These motherfuckers had to split the main tank role between each other. Yeah. Now we're asking them like, to also pick the off tank role up. Like that's got to be some mutated, yeah, some mutated, absolute like cracked 180 IQ kid that's just got to yeah. like, yeah, I don't know, like. I think, like, legitimately, someone with with a talent level exceeding propers would have to come around in order to satisfy, like, all the things that a uh, main tank will be, or a tank will be required to cover, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. It'll be a flex DPS player. I don't know if you guys saw that <laughs> recent uh, leave highlight package, and at the end it included Winston. Like, Jesus Christ, this guy's like, just playing Winston and GM. I lean on Guangzhou. Here we go. And hey. then you forget you forget that Echo players have to legitimately practice tanks because you have to copy tanks mm-hmm. when you play Echo. It's just like, oh yeah, just you know, just casually your flex DPS role includes all the DPS heroes and then just some tanks as well. Just interestingly enough. Sure. All right. 
So pretty high praise um, for, well, pretty high, uh, I think, margin now to reach for. A lot of new tanks coming on in. We'll have to see how it goes. Not a lot of tanks coming in. Still the most underrepresented role in the rookie pool. We got 44 rookies, but only something like, is it seven tanks? Seven tanks. Two of them are on the same team. <laughs> um, generous mix of, I think, even mix of both off-tank and main-tank. I'm not mistaken on that. Yeah, it's like three off-tank, four main-tank. See how they um, handle that one. And why don't we reveal the order? So let's go and look at the new, this week's version two sheet of who's going to be picking when. And the new order, I mean, I'll just say it while you're doing that, is going to be... Joe, you wrote this down. Where did you write yep. it down? It's going to be Reinforce, Yiska, okay. myself, and then Avril. And then in the snake oh. order, you know, Avril goes again, then I go, then Yiska, then Reinforce, vice versa. So Johnny goes, who's second again? Yiska? Me, yeah. Yep. So we completely changed everything. So Johnny went from last to first. I've gone from third <laughs> to fourth. And everyone else has just kind of moved one position roughly. Much, Yiska yeah. went from first to second. First to third. First to second. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, so we all it. literally just shifted down one. Mm-hmm. And Johnny <laughs> shifted. Kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, we all literally just yeah, just take the seat to your right, kids. Everyone just moved down one. <laughs> all right. Um Anything else? Shall we get started? Are we ready just to get just get get on with it? I think we're ready to uh, draft. And Let's do everyone it. feel free to just talk a little bit about your pick and everyone else can chime in on like how good they think X player is gonna be mm. in the league this year. I'm sure when you just when you look at forty four rookies and you can pick the top twenty of them, we'll all have pretty nice things to say. So Yeah. Go on, son. Johnny number one. All right. The first draft pick. I'm going to make it spicy. Off the bat, I'm going to make it spicy. I'm so ready for this. We changed up the draft because we learned our lessons from last week. I learned what, what the mistakes I did. So I'm just going to throw a curveball. Just going to throw a curveball, make it interesting off the bat, throw everyone's, you know, strategy, uh, you know, to the winds. Uh -huh. uh, or maybe not. You know, maybe this you're is kind speaking, of I, I, I don't know. For my first pick in the 2022 Tactical Crouch Rookie Draft as my number one selection. I'm picking speedily for the number oh, one slot. Shit. Okay. Oh, in shit. Terms of, in terms of mechanical skill, makes sense. He doesn't turn mm -hmm. of age until August 26th. You know, he'll only be, be able to play like Count and Cup and playoffs if they make it. So maybe you could make the argument, well, that doesn't make sense because he's not going to win Rookie of the Year, doesn't, isn't going to play enough matches. <laughs> but... Flex DPS are in demand, and yes. I'm going with Speedly because he's so much better than you know it's some um, of the guys who are like three, four, five, which is not you know their fault. Speedly is just mm -hmm. that good. True. It's fantasy. It's fantasy. We can just pretend he starts day one. Yeah. I'm gonna pretend that he's yeah. gonna be great. And hey, in fantasy rules, he can speak all languages. He gets mm -hmm. along with all players, and he gets to play the whole season and by fantasy rules. So it's mm -hmm. all good. He was I'm really good in scrims all year. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, scrim backs are scrims all are very important, and I will defend this to my grave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in the world of in the world of uh, drafting, New York last year, huh? Drafting, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and we got Atlanta. I had Atlanta scrim bucks on lock, and they they paid out big time for me. So I'm True. happy with that. Mm. Um, <sighs> that was a curveball like early. Yeah, the speedly pick. <laughs> yeah, because I thought I thought like we we basically like the first two picks were on lock, 
and now I had to take the one you didn't pick. Um, yep. So now I have to make an actual decision. Uh, I was also just going to like immediately scream my pick when you said the other. So now I'm like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were not going to pick Speedly, were you? No. But oh, okay. I, I am going to pick Kellen. Oh, Kellen for number two. Oh, that is interesting. I thought you learned out of having to pick faults. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't really mind picking faults that much. Yeah, you know? no. Some respect I don't think it's that bad. He's a good Sigma player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one tank. <laughs> of I, I can't speak for other heroes, but you know, good Sigma, sometimes Sigma. Yeah, um, I think there's there's only one other choice I would make here. I'm not going to say it. It's not going to pass <laughs> until my next pick, but whatever. Um, just strategically, but Kellen is just like very clearly the best tank player in that pool. I think tank players are like in sh uh, high demand and also just not that many. Um, I think like the step down that you have to go to from Kellen to the next guy is already pretty big. But from mm -hmm. like for me in in seventh place, bro. Like if you guys keep picking tanks, then I'm sitting on faults or like. Honestly, sure. I last time I already wasn't that satisfied with my Kalush pick, so I gotta had to lock just, down Kellen. I get it, bro. You're you're just repeating the script I used last week when mm -hmm. I picked Kellen. That's fine. You're just like, what did Avril say about Kellen? When I <laughs> oh oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I get it. Uh, okay. Understandable. I knew I wasn't getting him because you know one of you guys would. So <laughs> I'll get that out of the way. I just I already locked myself onto like a whole bunch of other picks. I'm like, oh, who do I have to write off here? Like this guy, mm -hmm. that guy, that guy. I'm on last pick, so it is what it is. Go on, Joe. <laughs> All right. Um, I think I'm going to stick with a similar uh, theory, uh, similar parameters. Um, so for the uh, 2022 Tactical Crouch rookie draft, Balmel's voluptuous vixens are going to be drafting Alfie as our flexi. You're so Alfie. bad at this game, bro. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yeah. At number I think, three. I think he, <sighs> like... So looking at like how important flex DPS is, you need somebody who can play tracer. You need somebody who can play that that projectile. I think as Echo's been phenomenal. Johnny, I think you can attest to that. Yeah. Um, it, the kid's nuts. The kid is cracked out of his gourd. Like speedily is like right up next to him. Like he's he was definitely on my short list. Like battling one A one B gourd cracker because he's off the table. I need somebody who can kind of like rotate to that tracer if need be. I don't trust a lot of the the hit scans that much but that's also kind of my ignorance and a little bit bias uh, implicitly um i know alpha you can do both and yeah i think he's quite good Avril, you gotta be a gold cracker you gotta be pitching a tent right about now right like i mean i'm love i i love joe's picks joe helped me out last time as well last week last week when we did this joe did me such a fucking solid i'm like yes I mean, just the specific order things were picked. Mm -hmm. Like, I I needed Joe to do certain things for me, and he just did it. I was like, yes. I mean, um, I, I guess we shouldn't be too surprised. He picked Alfie two second, yeah. or, or Alfie number second last week, and now mm -hmm. he picked Alfie number three. Like, he's sticking to his guns. I'm consistent. He will he will always uh, pick. A, he he will always pick a bench player of the worst team in APAC. Like, you can trust Joe to do that. Alfie won't be a bench player. He's not going to be bench player. So he doesn't can, know. Unless you, unless yeah. you think Arctic is going to be playing yeah. Alfie, <laughs> maybe, maybe, but, <laughs> but um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna screw things up a little bit okay. by dipping to Joe's pool 
uh, since he's been left open, I'm actually going to go for Stalker. Okay. Now, I know what everyone's thinking. He's like, oh, this guy's going to be benched behind Prophet and, and Fitz. Guys, in my fantasy world, everybody we pick is a starter instantly. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. My, my fantasy roster, everyone's a starter. Everyone <laughs> speaks every single language. They're the perfect human beings. No one throws peripherals. We're all good. Think, things are great here. Stalker's going to be the best because he's, he's now a starter. The ignorance right, is bliss. So, You're right, Avril. Um, it's great. Speedly gets to play the whole season, you know. And if Speedly gets to play the whole season, the Stalker's going to be my number sure. one. Boom. Yeah. So get that right, out of the way. Fair. I like it. That's fair. Steal, steal Stalker away from uh, Joe. And, you know, we'll see if Joe picks another flex DPS for a second DPS. That would be funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and if he does, that would probably screw over Yisker a little bit. So maybe, yeah, maybe you should unfair. just do that. That would be pretty it funny. Uh, and, you do, <laughs> and you do get to pick before Yisker. So that is also it's actually true. funny. You um, can also fuck my me second over. Pick, <laughs> Why don't you do my it? My second pick. Who? Me? Yeah. I'm, you could. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm better than that, Yiska. You saw my job last week. <laughs> you saw what I did last oh, week. Oh, Joe, getting Joe to do your dirty work. Come on. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. All right. Uh, who do I want next? This is really interesting. How do I want to play this? Mm. Let me see. I'm not going to be picking again for a while. True. I just think about what you guys want to get as well. So, why don't I put myself in a slightly more comfortable position? And you know what? I'll 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 play the Yesica card. I'll be the Kaluj guy this time. Bring him on. Bring him on. All right. Mm, I'll man. invite a bit of controversy. No, actually, in my world, there's no controversies. You know, it's fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no players here ever touch social media. Social media doesn't exist actually in this fantasy world. So, mm-hmm. um, no one says shit. We're all everyone's happy. We're all good. So, Stalker Kaluj is where I'm landing for my one and two. And now we go back to Joe. Interesting. I do. I do like it. Uh, but that uh, definitely pinches me at tank. Therefore, for the second pick on Volumel's uh, Volatile Velociraptors, we will be taking Reiner as our leading main tank. I'm fucking picking false again. (laughs) 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 I will not be the one to uh, put my money in the false bag as much as I think he's fine. Uh, This is a fantasy draft and uh, I'm not trying to lose. So, uh, yeah. Yiska's fist pumping right now because you didn't screw him over. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, you know, hedged, not hedged my bets, but like teetered on like the definition of like flex and hit scan last week. So I uh, didn't want to double up again. Uh, I think Reiner is kind of a not a different breed. I think that like is a little bit too positive. I think that like these main tanks coming in in like a post wrecking ball world, I kind of said this last week, but to kind of like reiterate. Um, I think they have a lot more mechanical skill than like just, you know, the main tank narrative in general. And I think I would trust him to do more of the heavy lifting when it comes to some of the flex tanks, if that becomes meta as well. Um, so, yeah, I think he's probably the next best bet. Plus, I talked to some of the experts in NA and uh, some of them actually had him over Kalush. So, yeah, I like him quite a bit. Yeah, I think Reiner's a really good pick. Hmm. I'd probably rate Reiner over Kalush as well, I think. Oh, I OK. Uh, fuck you guys. Come on. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Wow. I, just I mean, Kluge is very bad. interesting. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I think Reiner is such an interesting player, though. Yeah. Like, it be, even being like a DPS player before going tank, like, how does that affect his, you know, play going into Overwatch 2? You know, off tanks, mechanics, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we really don't know. 
So it's going to be very interesting to see. I could even see him like, you know, but depending on how flexible he is, I'm just speculating, but like maybe even like replace space on a couple of, of tanks that you'd usually expect space to play those heroes. Yeah. Like, so like imagine if like there's there's metas where like on control like you want like a certain tank on you know village or you want a certain tank on sanctum like there's going to be those those situations where you need somebody that's a little bit more flexible and if space can't like answer the call then i think reiner has a ton of flexibility to pull upon so because of like uh, underwriting space what's going on here i'm like i just woke up in an alternate dimension what's i mean he, he did get a sorry replaced by mirror for quite some time so you know Ah, that's true. But, but Mirror is a great like, Saria, by the way. Mirror is a fantastic he's, Saria. He's, so he's like a Saria indeed. specialist yeah. kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... God damn it. This I, is Roll Star Space we're talking about. I feel, like, I feel like that would be such a great copy pasta. We never got about how good Mirror Saria is. I think I think Mirror is going to be nuts. I think like people are sleeping on how good Mirror is going to be for fucking Florida this year. I think it's going to be some yeah, crazy I'll, flex. I'll sleep. I'll sleep. <laughs> Uh, I you know you know I I kind of like sleeping on players for that story like I like mm. I like people being slept on and then like redeeming themselves yeah like, I think that's a very you. yeah that's a very compelling you know mm -hmm. like uh like they should have written like a Greek god about being slept on or something you know and like the story about that um similarly <laughs> like uh who's another one I'm sleeping on Victoria I'm I'm willfully True. sleeping yeah. on Victoria just so I can see the Boston Uprising fans towards the end of the season just be like we told you the entire time and I'm like I know because you were in my Twitter mentions every <laughs> fucking day about Victoria but here we are and you've redeemed yourself with the Victoria so you know mm. I'm looking forward to the Victoria redemption arc and, in mm. Summer Showdown I and I sleep on all European players so you know we'll see if any of them <laughs> show up I'll, I'll be happy literally about. you're asleep when they play <laughs> True. Yeah, it's, it's based on the time zone, I'm actually sleeping. You're correct. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be awake. So, um, anyway, just <sighs> yeah, yeah, you coming up with something? So I, yeah, I, I sort of because the next order is that Johnny picks twice. So I had to do some soul reading, which <laughs> will really determine my strategy here. I also can't believe you l let me pull this off, or like it hasn't. He hasn't been picked yet. But I think it makes sense for me to. I can't believe a it. I can believe it. I just want you to know. <laughs> yeah, it's is that a pritter. It's heard? a pritter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. APR one. Get him. April first. April first. A pritter's got I'm an April Fool's joke this. in his name. That's actually insane. I look at that. He's loving mm. this or no? <laughs> I'm loving this. This is so good. Okay. I mean, I would have picked a pritter if you didn't, Tiska. Right. So mm. you know, I, I think it's it's an amazing pick. So. As a talented player. Yeah, the be the best hits can coming out of contenders this year. I agree. I don't know enough about some of the the bigger uh, Korean ones, but I think he's definitely got to be up there. Yeah, he's got to be up there anyway. And I mean, if if you aren't willing to commit to um, him being the be best hits can, because you know he's got great competition, whether it's like MN3 or yeah, you know uh kilo and stuff like that he's got a great competition but he's in, in an incredible environment to succeed True. this year aprita and mm -hmm. you know if you if you want someone to succeed putting them in a good environment can be uh uh very beneficial so mm -hmm. you got leave as your teammate i mean shit feels pretty good yeah <laughs> you're having a good time when you got leave as your teammate yeah don't int like jinbu that's all you have to do Oof, much. Pretty, uh, yeah true but I'm very happy about that because that puts me in a glorious position where I get to put, pick the, my two favorite supports and have that locked down for my team. Mm. So, 
with my eighth pick He's in the tactical crouch rookie draft podcast, I'm going to pick Churong as my main support for my team. Uh, I, I think as much. we got great main supports coming into the league. Churong, Chio, OG, Super Rich, even Admiral, I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, can hold his own for the Lono Spitfire. But Churong, I think he's a step above the tier S kind of players like um, Chio, I guess OG is like a tier A, maybe, you know, almost on their level. But Churong, mm-hmm. I think he's one step above Chio even. Very much looking forward to seeing him on Toronto Repiant. So that's going to be my main support pick. And for my ninth pick, on the flex support role. Mm-hmm. Now, this is interesting because I think I have three different options here. Mm-hmm. One of which turns of age later in the season, who I'm not going to pick to Avril's delight. He's, he's going to be pleased about that one. I don't pick for a long time. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's really awkward. He's, he's certain. The, the flex support that actually I'm the most excited to watch mm-hmm. this season, and because he doesn't share his role with a former MVP uh, candidate, I'm going to pick Ultraviolet. I'm really excited to see Ultraviolet okay. this year. I think he has amazing playmaking ability. True. Um, I mentioned this uh, uh, mentioned this elsewhere, but I think Ad- Atlanta Rain fans going into the season, they're like, "Oh, we lost Iris." You know, we lost yeah. a lot of playmaking with Iris because he's able to like turn some fights around with his Baptiste mechanics and contribute in ways that you really want your flex support to do. I think Ultraviolet can slot right in and provide that for this Atlanta Rain team. I think he has uh, some amazing game sense, his mechanics. Like he, it seems when I watch him play Ana that like he hits the perfect Bionades, a really well-timed sleep. He uses his abilities at the right time. And when you play a hero like Ana and you have two big cooldowns that can like change team fights, mm-hmm. it's really important that you use those very carefully and at the right time. And it feels like Ultraviolet does that a lot of the time. He, he just like nails his ability usage. Uh, to go with his mechanical skills. So I'm going with Ultraviolet. I think he's a really exciting prospect this year, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing him play. So the Chorong Ultraviolet backline. I like it. To, to kind of go to bat for you with Ultraviolet for a second, for people who like aren't like aware, like this kid's name has been like in talks of like getting promoted once he became of age since like he was playing on Square One. Like talking to people in NA, it's always ultraviolet. Oh, like who's coming in at flex? Like there are some names, but like always leading the pack, it always seemed to be UV. <clears throat> so like yeah. this is somebody who's been like eyed for a long time. Somebody who Brad like admittedly had to fight for, and like you are, you're not going to be disappointed. Um, you know, like you said, losing Iris, not that, not that bad when you have UV coming in. So yeah, agreed. Now and again, like you didn't get picked. Another person on the list of players that couldn't have been picked last year because of age. So yep, like I said, it's just crazy how a lot of just rookie players suddenly turn eighteen for this season. But mm-hmm. here we are. I really require you to not fuck this up, Joe. You gotta pick some <laughs> good shit after me, otherwise, like. <laughs> Everald runs away with this. Um, <laughs> we won't. I, I like I'm, my picks. Thank you. I'm now you're out. I'm you just so like I'm so- <laughs> <laughs> you lost already. You just gotta right. deal less damage. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 <sighs> I, I I think <sighs> I think I have to pick Finn here. Um, okay. I think it's the best flex support candidate in the pool. I agree that Ultraviolet, just like on a probability basis, probably, I mean, 
he has to play every game. Um, that's not 100% given for Finn, even though I think there's a very good chance that he will. Um, mm -hmm. It also very much depends. Like, if we stop recording this episode and suddenly Moth is signed, I'm feeling less confident about this. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, from, from the contender's talent, he's very clearly... Uh, like the best flex support coming in this season. I, I don't hate Vigilante. I I think they're in my mind. That's just like ah, he comes off age too late. I don't know. Like by the metrics we outlined, I'm not sure if 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 one should really evaluate or value that too much. Um, but yeah, I I feel better about Finn. Fair enough. Okay, don't fuck me, boy. I mean, I don't know. I, I like I, I'm at this point that I'm not ever sure like what you like are asking or what you want me Dude, to do. Do you not um, think ahead of what Everell no, will now be hey, in hey, the moment hey, and I'm think. incredibly impulsive? This is so, you know, oh I support Everell. This is so obvious. Support me. <laughs> oh, please help me out. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to support you. Uh, I'm a fan of alliteration. Uh, therefore, uh, for Volumel's uh, Vigilantes, I'm going to go with Vigilante. <laughs> oh, yes. There we go. Uh, I, was, yeah, I, I was ready to rage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I like to provide last, uh, last draft, uh, but I think it's definitely a, an area we can improve. Um, yes, Vigilante comes late. Uh, 100%. But when you look at his contenders play, I it's tough to argue with uh, how talented he is. If you want to look at it as an investment for the future, you can look at it that way. I'm uh, of the opinion, you know, with Avril that uh, in fantasy land, uh, none of this matters and he just gets to play anyways. Uh, so uh, he will be uh, spearheading my backline for sure. Can't argue against that. You know, as, you know, as, as a last pick, Andy. Last pick Larry here. <laughs> I just have to eat shit, I guess, you know, whatever. Um, you have Yeska and Joe colluding against me as well. Just, uh, Sometimes you just get painted in the corner, man. Oh, well, I don't mean it. The thing, the, the so, good thing is, you know, he had no thought about this. It's just like a thought that bubbled up in him. It's, it's not, you know, bad int intentions. He didn't think about it. He just, like, his brain just rolled the, you know, D20 and it <laughs> spit out Vigilante. I think you weighted the die a little bit, though. I think you might have <laughs> you might have cheated a little bit there. You might have just, you know, nudged the die over slightly to what the numbers no, that you, what do, you do you think he picks provide again? <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe he just picks Becky out of nowhere. I don't know. That's yeah. what I'm hoping. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Uh, I'm not picking Becky, so that wasn't an official pick for me. Mm -mm. Um, well, since you guys are left and open, I might as well go MN3. Yeah. Oh, booyah! Let's go just lock him in, baby. Mm -hmm. Lock him in MN3. Yeah. Uh, it's just a super open... Like, it was like a first round pick last mm -hmm. week. Yep. Now he's just he's survived till the third round. I'm like, alright. Yes, he's mine. So, everyone be overlooking the hit. Every we were like hard shifted. Only, what, yeah. only Yusuke got a hit scan. So mm -hmm. everyone like hard overlooked hit scan this time, and so because everyone all the hit scans are open, I'm like, well, <laughs> there's still some hit scans that are much better than others, guys. So I'm still gonna get him at three oh. first. So I'm gonna go, <laughs> and the next player I'm gonna go for that I think I really need is I'm gonna go for Chio. 
Yeah. Okay. Good pick. From the Dallas Fuel. Really excited to see Chio this year. Yeah, he's good. He's very good. O2 and in a great graduate. Under Rush. Plays next to Fielder. Oh, what could what more could you want, really? Um anyone in the Rush formula, especially if you're a rookie, that's quite exciting. Mm. Um still isn't gonna make me pick Gurio anytime, but you know, it's still I got <laughs> I got hopes. I got hopes. But um now Chio is is right there. I think he's a guy that's you know, along with Chorong, an exciting support coming through from Contenders career. And um Especially all the guys coming through from the O2 Blast system are super exciting. So, yeah, he's open. I'll take him. Uh, MN3, I'd said for a long time as well. That was probably my second favorite rookie or I, who I think is the second best rookie after Proper coming in, even yeah. though there's a bit of a gap. There's a gap between Proper and everyone. Mm. So I'm like, I think I've got my number one. If I, I basically got my number one pick for both hit scan and main support here. Uh, obviously, if Chorong was available, I probably would go for Chorong. But... Uh, I think Chio is is solid anyway, so he's pretty pretty happy with these three picks that I got so far on my team. Four picks actually, yeah. So I'm happy with that. I'm I'm I also think like in hit scan it's a Prita, it's MN3, and then that's a, that's the first tier, and then there's a step down mm. after that. In my mind, oh, that's fair. Yep. Um, yep. And I'm not saying that's necessarily how it will play out because there's certainly players still in HitScan that have a lot of potential. And honestly, like a large amount of those, right? Like there's probably like five or six names that have potential to hang. Um, but yeah, I think... Uh, having, yeah. having seen both players, I think Aperta's got the better Tracer. Um, mm. And he certainly played a lot more Tracer. And MN, but MN3's actual snipers... It's actual flick scan characters are fucking crazy. Mm. Just out of this world kind of crazy. Like bench Carpe kind of crazy. And then on top of that, probably has a better Tracer than Carpe as well. Uh, I don't suspect Emin through play too much Tracer over Zest, but it is what it is. So I'll take him. Very excited about Emin 3. Let's see what Joe's excited about. Because now, instead of Joe fucking me, he can fuck you guys. Yeah, Go on, Joe. Exactly. Please fuck those guys. <laughs> so uh, there's another uh, there's another position that's kind of uh, getting a little pinched here, and I'm really not trying to pick uh, anybody else from that pool. Uh, no offense to them. Um, not to say that you know there aren't other good players there, but uh, for the what is this the fourth fourth pick? Yeah, fourth pick for the 2022 Tactical Crouch Rookie Draft. Volmels, I'm lacking in brain cells and descriptors adjectives that's the word uh i'm gonna go with og as my main support yeah you're not good in adjectives we found that out last week yeah <laughs> i stand what by what i said uh you know the doing woeful. some justice uh by uh by my main support here you know <laughs> uv and ultraviolet or UV and Ultraviolet, UV and OG have been, you know, just dominant in the NA scene for a long time. I think that duo mm. is definitely something you want to keep together. Apart, they're both individually talented, but uh, word on the street is if you put them together, they're uh, quite, quite dominant. So Why? as much as it can't go to reinforce, but we want to take it off the table. What I want out of this is when we, when it gets back to Joe again, I want his last pick to be another Hangzhou Spark member, just to complete <laughs> right. the circle of life. Um, uh, somehow I don't think it's going to be that but maybe it'll it could happen. be maybe. it could be well, that'll be really good okay I mean great pick 
uh, I would have been... Part of me really wanted to see Johnny take the OG Ultraviolet duo, because that would have been pretty cool. Mm. And, also because, yeah. and, and also because... And also Troy because... Is so good. He's nuts. But then also because Johnny would have three rain players, and he's like, oh, fuck, I might as well get Venom next, right? And he's like, <laughs> four rain players. And <laughs> just like, it's just rain plus one at that stage, but... Um, hopefully that was sufficient damage against Yuska. <laughs> the thing is, like, I'm now in a position where my last two picks, you guys already have picked uh, all of them. So I still need a flex DPS, I still need main support, every one of you have, has picked them. Um, and I don't feel too oh, you're bad. Just, you're just an autopilot then. You're just autopilot uh, yes, the I'm, I'm autopiloting. The, I think the main support's choice is interesting. Um, I think... Mm. We know you don't have too uh, high hopes for for APAC uh, per your spring predictions last year. So you know. I mean, okay, just to uh, think out loud. I think like Vindime or Super Rich are probably the most likely choices here. Um, with Fixa being an outside chance, but that's more like counting on Philly, and you will never catch me doing that. <laughs> um. It's a hard one. It's certainly a hard one. Don't you, need a, don't you need a flex DPS? I also need one, but I mean, that's pretty low. I mean, I want to picking one, so I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone has picked one there. That there for me feels pretty obvious who I'm picking. Um, I think I'm going Vindime for this one. Yeah. Okay. Solid choice. Mm -hmm. Subscribing to the uh, O2 Blast system. I like that. Yeah. In fact, he was uh, on loan from Gen G the whole time, so Soul's just like, yoink. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just how it is. Oh boy, I need to drink some water before my two picks. What? What? <laughs> what do you? What in. do you need to pick? What are the, the roles? He needs hit scan and yeah. tank. Oh. So, <laughs> hey, everyone the has to have one. Here's the thing. Everyone has to have one Here's the position you got to go for. The neurons in the brain, they have clicked. They have conjured up mm. this unknown chemical that only exists mm. in my brain in the Overwatch community. Okay, it's happened. It's like an, an instant. It just clicks. It just snaps, and my entire perspective shifts. It's like introducing a new color, a new dimension to my living being. A new copy. -passer. And it just. And I just feel like, the, like the, the fire from hell just rising through me, granting me hot takes. And <laughs> here we are. <laughs> and I'm considering with my last two picks to pick two players that weren't even drafted last week. Oh. That is, that is just like... And, and, and to me, I know that it is not right. It is not right of me to draft these two players. You know, rating in terms of like skill... You know how they played in contenders, but there's just something in me. It's just like there, there's just like a like it, it's like a tumor in my body, just gross, and I need to <laughs> feed it. And so here I am, and I can't fight against it. I can't fight against it. Okay. So with my 16th pick for tank, I'm going to draft someone Ooh. from the Florida Mayhem. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm going to draft someone like from. That. Yep, coming Beats in false. from uh, Team CD mm -hmm. instead of false. Mm -hmm. 
I think this is going to be an interesting Florida Mayhem team, and I, you know, I don't know how he's going to split time with Adam. But I like, I like the, I like the talent coming into the league. If someone can find a few maps that he can like really pop off on, I think he's going to do like better relatively to Falls in that regard. While mm. Falls might get more playtime, um, and you know, who knows if they're going to bring in another tank to Vancouver? It certainly seems like it. You know, just like rumor wise that they're trying to find someone. Uh, not someone, but someone else. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I like someone. I like someone as a, as a prospect to potentially, like, do good in his role. Like, some, someone who will uh, people will be positively surprised about towards the end of the season, who, who mm-hmm. contributed well and earned their slot, you know? Almost like a Sado character, I suppose, maybe. I don't know if that's right. And then I need a hitscan DPS. And there are two hitscan DPS on the table that make so much sense to pick. Mm-hmm. They are Kilo and Merit, Merit, both of which, whose circumstance I'm questioning a little bit. Oh, they there shared playtime too. <laughs> there, there are, there are. I mean, uh, there are other great hitscan players like Victoria on Boston Uprising, for example. Who knows what Boston are going to do this year? That's just mm-hmm. uh, another. Like, I didn't pick Itzel because you know they already have Marvel and Punk on that team. Like, I don't want to, you know, commit to Itzel there. I don't even know how much playtime we get. Maybe we play like one hero for that team. I have no idea. Someone I, 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 I believe will play the main tank for the for Mayhem. I'm pretty certain about that. Mm. Talking about the hitscan DPS, though. Kilo. I don't know how much playtime Kilo is going to see on this team. You know, maybe they'll primarily play around Proper and Sam because Overwatch 2 is like a pretty fluid game and mm-hmm. maybe you'll play like tons of different flex heroes. Maybe you'll you're really... Uh, maybe it'll be comfortable to have two flexible DPS players in that regard or maybe it'll be like you need your hitscan player and you need like a really good hitscan star to be in there and then maybe Kilo pops off. But he's a great prospect. People say that, you know, Kilo is a bit inconsistent. You know, maybe I don't want to take on that inconsistency for my team. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that's something I want a consistent team. I already have a great flex DPS with Speedily. I have a great backline with Shoring and Ultraviolet. Maybe I don't want to take in an inconsistency onto my team that can ruin everything in that regard. You have Merit as well. I think Merit is like one of my favorite scan prospects this year. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a really interesting environment as well. I mean, Dante and Pelican to share playtime with. But maybe Merit, you know, they got Piggy as a solo main uh, solo tank for that team. I don't. I they got they got one of their support is going to play main support. They got double flex support lineup. I mean, it, it's a pretty chaotic team. Maybe I don't want to take in the inconsistencies of that. Maybe I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. r- risk picking someone that won't see a lot of playing time for the Houston Outlaws, even though he's pretty talented. So with my seventeenth pick, oh my god, I'm, I'm I'm going to flip the table. I'm going to flip the table. <laughs> oh my god, upside down. I'm I'm going to pick Gurio from the Dallas Fuel <laughs> as my hitscan DPS player. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus right. Christ. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Not the biggest hitscan DPS prospect of the remaining pool. You know? Mm-hmm. He's probably not as good as Kilo. Probably not even as good as Merit. Okay? But great environment. Okay? You're coming into a Dallas True. Fuel team that starved for a fucking hitscan player last year. They're mm-hmm. playing Sparkle and Doha. Sparkle filled the trace role, of course, amazingly. Doha, great flex DPS player. You can play the Sombra and Echo and wh- whatever you like. You can play all of it. But this year, I mean, Sparkle's probably competing a bit with Edison maybe on like the, the, tr- the tracer role. Maybe Edison will pick up some hitscan. I don't know. Um, I think Gurio can actually find himself sort of like a consistent role within this Dallas Fuel team. I think that Gurio, his reputation was probably, 
you know, looked down upon a little bit because he was on that Team Diamond GC Busan roster mm-hmm. that, you know, they were like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth in Korean contenders, something like that. I think when I watched their VODs, they put a lot of resources into their tanks. Um, Silver Coin and I can't remember the tank. It's like ca- I can't remember. Ha- I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, but when I, I watched the uh, team, when I watched Team Diamond, I felt like they already gave up on the DPS uh, uh, matchup. They were like, "Well, we can't compete with Hisang. We can't compete with Proper. So we're not gonna put resources into Becky because Becky's not that good. We're not gonna put resources into Gurio. We're just gonna try to make space with our uh, Winston and Saria and hope that Gurio finds like a couple of picks, which makes sense for a team of that level. But on the Dallas Fuel, you have Fearless. You have Hanbin. You have a backline of Chio and Fielder, okay? We're just going to nurture Gurio. We're just going to do everything we can to make this guy, this little flower just pop out. Gurio is my pick to be the skewed of 2022. Mm. He's going to be an underrated pick. People will be like, who is this guy? You know, we don't really know anything about it. He's going to blossom. He's going to be a little seed that just blossoms into a flower throughout the season. And at the end of the season, when people look back on these lineups, they're going to be like reinforce what an amazing god like what what, what a visionary what a what a prophet to, be able to pick up gurio here and here we are i'm so happy with my team i think he is a potential skewed award winner in the making it really depends on what rush does with him just wait until you see you're like oh man it's hit scan time baby Gurio's gonna get some play time. Maybe Edison's mm. gonna be there, and the rush is like, nah, it's actually still gonna be Dohan Sparkle. And you just see Dohan <laughs> out is is me. <laughs> Sparkle's coming out of the Widowmaker. Like, there we go. That's that's how Rush wants to play this thing. <laughs> that would have ruined me. <laughs> oh, I'm here God. for it. I'm here for it. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> also, Venom was open, man. You could have had the Atlanta trio. Oh, I could so, have. Had, I know, Brad is cool. just sad about that. He's just a fuck. But Venom is also you an interesting case, right? Can you really classify Venom as Hitscan? I don't know. I classify you can classify him as Tracer. I just classify him as Tracer. Yeah, yeah Brad came out and was like, we, <laughs> yeah. we really need to learn. He needs to learn, like, some brands of Hitscan. Like, now they have four DPS. Like, yeah. at this point, you should just be like, nah, fuck it. Just play Tracer. We, we covered everything else. It's fine. Like, he, he got four DPS now. Hmm. Did I shock you, Yuska? Did, did that shocked me, yeah. Were you going to pick Gurio? I, I pick didn't Gurio? know you hated Edison this much. <laughs> like, I, I didn't... <laughs> the Edison erasure here is, is incredible. Fuck, uh, yeah, that, that, that might be right. Mm. <laughs> I just completely ignored him. <laughs> no more. I mean, he has had to play behind some some pretty big talents, so... But yeah, no, this was a... I, I like the, the someone pick a lot. I think that's a big upgrade. That's probably the best choice in my mind of the people that were left. Let me confirm. Yeah, I think so. Um, mm. Gurio, I don't think it moves the needle by much. I think Merit isn't... I think, generally speaking, of the ones that were left, Merit was the, is the highest skilled. Bro, it, it will be very hard for him to get uh, enough playtime this season. I think that's... That's the um, that's the problem that he's facing um, now. Who is merit? Who's facing? Okay, because like in, in my mind, I think Dante in that organization is probably always. You know what's funny? Have... All the fans think Dante's gonna be perma benched. That's what all the fans mm-hmm. think. No shot. They no do. Way. They think Dante's perma benched. No. They keep saying it. <laughs> if anything, he's perma benching. That's crazy to me. <laughs> 
Um, that's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah no, like, why would Dante play? They have Pelican, he's going to start the full time. Why would Dante play? To be fair, it's a reasonable line of logic to come through, but I, I don't think you, for people that think that, I just don't think you understand the, the Houston Outlaws organization if you think that. Yeah. W wouldn't, wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't even like Pelican be the one that kind of competes with Merit's roster? Like, it makes sense sure. for me to have like Dante play like Pelican the Tracer Hitchcan? Sombra kind of heroes. And is then Pelican, Pelican is, yeah, well, Pelican goes from like Echo, Genji to even like some Soldier Cassidy kind of stuff. Is he? I've never seen Reaper. him play Cassidy. I mean, I'm just speculating, but I'm just like, because otherwise you're in the situation where like Pelican would be the one to play like the Tracer Sombra kind of roles. If that's the meta, right? Mm. And then you'd have Dante play like the long range hit scan. I think it like, makes that more sense, sense that Pelican and Dante split the flex DPS a little bit, where I don't think Pelican's ever been super well known for either Sombra or Tracer, whereas those are two of Dante's signatures. Um, I don't think either of those two players are super well-known for hitscan either, so Merit can just do what he wants there. And <coughs> thank God Merit will not be on either Tracer or Sombra, because I don't think those are his strong picks at all mm. from having casted his entire career. Um, so good job. They, 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 can, they can just be like, Dante, you take these, you take the weak heroes of Merit, and then Merit can do what he's good at. Um, and then Pelican and Dante can kind of split their pool a little bit further. Pelican maybe goes a bit harder projectile, for example, the Echo Fire types, you know, the May. I see I see Pelly coming in for the May. Um yeah. and whatever new flex DPS heroes get released. So that's probably what it's gonna be. I, I assume. I think Dante and Pelican will share time. Mm -hmm. But um anyone saying Dante is just perma bench, I mean I think that's just incorrect. Yep. <clears throat> I think it's also like if you're if you're the fourth guy picking a role, you almost always have to have a curveball. That has more like upside um, and like peak potential. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> than the other picks, right? Now, for me, I need a flex DPS, and I think I have some some choices here. Um, yep. Mm -hmm. So you have venom. <laughs> in my mind, it only makes. I actually it only really, and that's my last pick. Zest makes sense here. Yeah. Um, ah, I knew you'd be going back to the fusion, huh? Always <laughs> got to go back to the fusion. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I contradicted everything all I said the, earlier. <laughs> all, all the shit about the fusion, and then you went back to them anyway. Um, the alternative was Sam. I'm not sure if this kid is going to play much this season, to be fair. I think that's, yeah. that's a tall order. Um, and... It will require very particular metas for this to happen. Um, Zest, in general, pretty much set, I think. Um, depending on the meta, of course. Like, But then again, like, if Flex DPS is played, I expect him to play on this team. Um, he's got some... Uh, some... Um, some role to step into, because that spot previously was, you know inhabited by people like EQO. Um, mm -hmm. So it's going to be hard. I think, like, maybe I've been a little bit harsh about the Philly Fusion because, like, generally speaking, I, I have been going as hard as to say my, I expect them to finish below the Valiant. I'm not sure if I want to defend that further, mainly because uh, that would hurt my draft here. Um, but... <laughs> I think, generally speaking, I'm pretty pretty happy with Zest as a fourth pick um, in general. 
I mean, I'm, re I'm really excited about this fusion team. Mm. Number three is this pretty damn good. If there's, you know, people can say shit about the fusion roster, but the best part about the roster is still the DPS. Mm. I mean, yep. Fury is good, but the DPS is just nutty. So <laughs> can't go wrong. I'd be a little shocked if both M and three and Zess or either one of them didn't make it onto this draft. I think they're two of the strongest rookies coming in this year mm. by far, especially on a draft where prop is not available. I mean, yes. Um, I see your strategy though. I mean, well, well played. You left uh, flex DPS for last because you saw three people pick it in their first round. So it's yep. like, yeah, you know, is what it is. You know why flex DPS was different this time? Because last time, if you remember, we had Sam and Patty Pan, I think, in the in the flex DPS draft. Mm. Speedily, and, uh, part of why that, huh? Speedily opened so that yeah, up, right? So, well, there's two things that open up. One, speedily joined, and two, I Joe didn't, didn't two pick two flex DPS in a row. Yeah, he didn't pick two flex DPS. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha you stalker. We did you such a huge favor redrafting. Holy shit, so, dude! So because you went alpha you stalker know. last time, we had to go. We had we had to start going down a little bit. Mm -hmm. We're like, fuck, who's left? Sam and Patty, I guess. Fuck it, like that's what that's the levels we had to go to. So when I scooped up Zest, Johnny was molding because he knew, like, you know, the the, the list was getting low. It was getting bad. <laughs> Um, I could have picked Zest for my probably second DPS, and that would have had been too wrong, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. And that oh. would have really messed with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. True. <laughs> yes, because, like, oh, fuck, I gotta take a punt here. It's gotta be Patty. I don't know who else. Yeah. Should do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I really had to. Oh my god, yes. I like. I felt like I was bullshitting when I'm pick when I picked Patty <laughs> last time. I maybe I can sell I mean, it to the um, audience. <laughs> I'm worried about that transition, man. Yeah. I'm worried. I feel like I'm more worried than most people. I'm, I'm concerned. I hope it goes well. Yeah. Hey, he's 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 well within top 500 now. People were like, "Oh, the guy's hard stuck <laughs> masters." I checked the stream. He was he was top 100. He was like rank 70 something in one That's of the um, in one of the streams I saw. He was rank 70 something. So, um, I mean, it fluctuates, but he's 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 climbed significantly after being in NA. I think actually playing in NA, where arguably the ranked is maybe easier in Korea. Um, but then again, all the all the Overwatch League players have started to come over now, so maybe ranked will get a bit harder with mm. all the uh, Al pros from Korea starting to flood in. I mean, they're um, presumably playing Alpha, right? Well, only if they're scrimming. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, can how no, much? Sure. How good is Alpha practice? How good is Alpha practice when you don't have ninety nine percent of the player base in there and sure. all the good top five hundred players that you would rather be queuing into exist in the live game not on the alpha so yeah yeah true yeah i mean the fact that you see a lot of our players still streaming ranked like live ranked should tell you yeah, yeah, a yeah, lot about sure. you know what's going on there but mm -hmm. yeah <clears throat> so good team i like your team mm -hmm. your team yeah. uh pretty 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 killing it so joe oh and you know what you to do there's uh, a couple hung joe players left you know what to do there is i think you may have uh spoken a little too soon but who knows uh i like the the conversations had around kilo and merit uh i think pretty similarly um i also think that uh tracer being like a a crux of the dps like duo here is kind of important um i think it's not a hero that is going away anytime soon i think it's historically been one of the most like prolific heroes of the game i think when the game is good tracer is you know well within it um and you you do want somebody at both flex and you know 
hit scan to be able to play it. Um, and uh, if I'm gonna be honest, I don't know enough about Kilo to speak on his tracer, and I don't know that I would trust Merit. Um, so it kind of comes down to whether I think Sojourn is going to be uh, dominant throughout the entire season, which it very well could be, um, or if like something like Cassidy or Widow or Ash kind of pops up. Um, but I think there's a player who can kind of do both. If I'm gonna be honest. Um, which is a little weird to kind of look at now that I'm I'm looking at you know the the Gurio pick and I'm like oh yeah I, I kind of like that you know it's it's an outside shot but I'm here for outside shots so for the 19th pick in the Tactical Crouch 2022 rookie draft for the for Volumel's uh, Vandalist vacuum cleaners we're gonna be sucking up pineapple as our hit scan DPS I don't hate it there it is. There it is. <sighs> There's the Hangzhou return. Wow. Johnny hates it, though. <laughs> no, I, I'm just... No, he's surprised. about it. I thought, I thought, I honestly thought you were, you were, uh, I honestly thought you were about to cook up a Hydron pick. Oh. I, I was so well, scared. I like, I like Hydron, too. I do like him. I just can't speak on his, like, flick scans. I like that terminology. I, I, I've seen his tracer. I don't know too much about his Cassie. I don't know too much mm. about like his his you know mid to long range. So yeah. that I don't know. I've seen Pineapple though, so I can speak on him. I I feel pretty confident uh, in being able to put him on both Tracer and some of those flick scans. I will say I also oh, expected him to go Hydron, and I was already calculating the trajectory of my headset that I was going to throw. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have hated the Hydron pick. I mean, I, there's so many good hit scan DPS mm -hmm. players. Yeah. Like you yeah. can't really go wrong with picking here. Like inevitably, Reddit's going to be like, "Oh my god, they didn't pick this guy." But like, yeah, yeah. there there there's tons of talents. Like, can't really mm -hmm. go wrong. Reddit's about to be like, "They didn't pick Merit. What? They didn't they didn't pick Kilo." I mean, I think they're both worthy of being picked. I picked Kilo last time. I'm pretty happy mm -hmm. about that. But yeah. the draft just went differently this time. Kilo should have been drafted. He should have. Yeah, I I, yeah, but... I I just fucked it up. Like, really. <laughs> no, you 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 went yeah, for I mean, the skewed award. So. You went for the skewed award play. I respect it. Mm -hmm. I respect the skewed award play. You mm -hmm. know, especially you know. I know Russia's got a good eye for talent. Yeah, it's 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 possible. It's very possible. I'm yeah. left in a weird place. You know, I knew I know that. Um, what do you need? I need flex, flex support, support. So, and I can't go European. So, <laughs> um, just just out of uh, bias, really. No. Um, it's just I don't, one I, left, don't, right? I haven't seen their gameplay. I haven't seen their gameplay. Yeah. I've like legitimately, I don't think I've seen a single provide game ever. So I think it would be, it wouldn't be right for me to just go for provide because it's like, mm. I've never fucking seen them play, mm. which is on me. That's, that's, that's on me, not, not on anyone else. But I don't think I could just be like, yeah, I'll just take a punt just based off what everyone else says. That mm. ain't me, you know? Uh, I, I set the Reddit agenda. I don't, I don't follow what they say. They follow what I say. So, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns here. I like Majed, but I also haven't seen a single game of his. So under that same, <laughs> under that same thing, I was like, oh, I can't go for him. I can't mm. go for him because I've never seen play. Never seen Scarepa play. It's all these EU plays. Majed is EMEA. It's like Europe, Middle East, Africa. He's in the same region. I I, I lop SA into that general EU kind of region. Holy shit! He's so, got double main support. No, no. <laughs> There is one flex support There's left that left. I have seen play. Mm -hmm. see the only flex support player in this entire list remaining that I've actually seen play before is Irony. So Hangzhou and Atlanta get to be the big winners of the second yeah. draft with three rookies each. And somehow, 
Shock have just eaten shit because they went from four to two. What's going on? <laughs> Speedily yep. changed the game that much. Speedily, yeah. Speedily and also Joe not Me picking not double flex pinching. Yeah. has just completely changed the game. Um, I think I, I think I had to go Ironing just because I just I think it would be wrong for me to pick any of the other three based mm-hmm. off like what I know and what I can stand behind. And then you just got a bunch of main supports left. <sighs> Yeah. I, I think I, I think Irony is promising. Like he also he has is, some of that playmaking ability, you know, with the, on the honor. I think most people didn't watch because I think um, you know if you're in NA Andy, you you maybe have seen NA contenders, EU contenders. Probably pay attention to the grapevine of Korean contenders if you don't really watch it. Mm. I know you've definitely not seen Australian contenders. It's fine. I don't blame you. And you probably didn't watch Chinese contenders because. I mean, some some another region's got to cop the L. Um, but the problem is, you haven't seen Chinese contenders. You just don't know these players from Chaser and Billy Billy. Mm. These players on Chaser and Billy Billy are so fucking good. Yep. Um, and that Billy Billy and Billy Billy beat Chaser quite a bit as well. Chaser, some reason they just can't quite beat Billy Billy, even though they're like they're better in the regular season and they get up against Billy Billy and then they just fucking choke. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Billy Billy also play out of their minds, so. As much as we memed on Joe, I think the Alpha E pick is solid for that reason. In fact, Alpha E and Pineapple, so solid on that Billy Billy team. Yep. Yeah. And on that back line as well, Irony, incredible player. Really good player. Mm-hmm. He's actually Korean. People think he's Chinese. He's playing Chinese. He's actually a Korean player. So yep. um, I managed to get Kaluj and the Koreans again, which is pretty similar to his <laughs> actual situation this year. So, yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, I've just mirrored his team in, in several ways. So. Not bad. It's okay. I, I as soon as Vigilante was gone, I was like, "Well, I guess I yeah. say Flex support for last." Then mm. uh, <laughs> I can't pick Flex support anymore. That's right. I lost out of Vigilante, but it is what it is. Um, cool. Looking good. Shall we go through all our different rosters yeah. and have a little bit of a comparison? Johnny's first. Speedily, Chorong, Ultraviolet, someone, and Gurio. Two members. Of the potential skewed club this year, True. two skewed club members. The number six. Oh, you think someone is a skewed club member? Uh, I think so because he's hella underrated. Mm-hmm. I think most people, most people being just well, I, yeah, plenty of analysts and also, I think the entire fan base, entire audience is like, who's someone? Nah, this guy's not going to be good. Uh, it's I, funny I because he, he because he is named someone. He doesn't actually like set the community up for any kind of analytical conversation or any kind yeah. of like his name's too many conversation yeah like it's just dad jokes everywhere yeah <laughs> no one ever talks about his actual skill and how good he is but I, I i think there's definitely something there i think people in general are really sleeping on the florida mayhem me included by the way i'm not gonna you know proclaim that i have a huge belief in the florida mayhem by any means I, yeah. I really don't like the Animal signing. They picked up Kareem, it was announced like the other day. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not really rating the Florida Mayhem, but no one is talking about him. So maybe someone, maybe Hydron will be like a couple of guys who come out yeah. of that mix looking really I, good. I'm not saying, saying Florida is going to win a title this year. The people are putting them 20th place, and I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's, just, yeah, no. that's just not correct. They're, people are literally putting them last. I'm like, what the fuck? They're very likely to be the team that Paris was last year, or maybe even They're a little bit. They're at least 19th. They're at least 19th. Let's, no, no they, I think a Paris compa- the Paris comparison is really good because mm. Paris was that kind of team. You probably put them quite low and then they surprise you. Uh, mm. Mayhem is likely to be the Paris this year, even though Paris is still there. 
Paris might still be the Paris of this year, but you might have both Paris and Mayhem being the Paris of this year. Mm. I think Paris is going to be the Paris of last year. Hmm, interesting. Well, I think the Mayhem are going to be the Valiant of two years ago. That, that would be so interesting. <laughs> well, that's because they've reunited all these Valiant players exactly. together. You have Adam, you have Kareev, you have McGrave, you have Gumba. You, they've literally just rebuilt 2020 Valiant on this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, I I think they're gonna be good. I think that that like this is the team to like punch above their weight. I mean, we talked about it last, you know, previewing the team. Um, I think as much as like I've always poo pooed Kareev just based on community narrative, like I think he's going to do good for this team. That's not to speak against Majed, but you know, this is that's one less question mark you have to kind of like view the mayhem with, right? Like you have Kareev, you know what you're gonna get. Like it or you know, hate it or love it, whatever. You know, you know what you're gonna get. You don't have to have you know worries about if he can perform or not. You know, that's one less, one less worry. I like it. I think it's all right. But yeah, I do think someone is a skewed award candidate because he's hella underrated. I think to be a skewed award candidate, you have to be someone that's insanely underrated that no one's really looking at, mm-hmm. and then you like massively overperform. Yeah. Also, can. but also we can't we can't like uh you know give give the we have to set the bar high for the skewed award. Skewed was literally like top three brig in the league, True. like at yeah. the end of the year, like top three. Like his stats. Uh, that'll, be rough someone, cards. that'll be rough. Yeah, uh, that'll be rough because I mean, skewed. Not to dismiss any of his achievements and the stats he put up and like how he played, but he was on a really good team as well. You know, mm-hmm. the environment was definitely True. part of it. He played alongside Shu and some main supports, some brig players. They wouldn't have been able to like stand a candle to what um what skewed did. Like if you. If you put um, fucking closers like Brig next to shoe, like, oh my God, that would be a disaster. <laughs> but like credit to Skewed, but he was in a really good environment. So yeah. mm. um, I, I don't think if someone has that same environment. That's why I think Gurio is such an interesting pick here. That's True. why I think he's the, the, the Skewed club because he comes out of nowhere in a really good environment, really good team. And if he just comes in, plays great hit scan, people are going to cream themselves with this guy. I may, I'm really looking forward to it. I think I kind of mean in just more of a sense of like, an underrated player overperforming because, oh, yeah. um, you know, under the guise of like the actual skewed level, that's like the most extreme version of like, no one knows who he is. Everyone's like, who the fuck is this guy? And then boom, he's like number one is position for his hero, maybe. The Don um, Award? <laughs> so I don't, I don't think, um, I think I like that's like, you know, that's the, the, the North Star of that kind of award. But uh, yeah, you know, if someone yeah. shoots for the stars and maybe lands on the moon, we'll see. Um, I still think he's kind of fits the bill of just hella underrated player that's probably better than people think. Mm. Um, I won't. I I think Gurio's in a different position because he just has to. Comp- well, he he can be that guy too, but realistically, if you take him away from fantasy, he has to compete against three DPSs on his team. Uh, I, I mean, someone's someone, going. Someone's just sorry for interrupting you, Avril. I feel like I'm yeah. doing that a lot. I just wanted to apologize for that. But someone's going <laughs> to undermine my arguments and just be like, this guy didn't pick Kilo, didn't pick Merit because of inconsistency and like fighting with for a DPS slot. And he this man picked Gurio over Edison, Doe, and Sparkle. He, he you know. So I've already undermined my own arguments for picking him. So. <laughs> someone someone probably doesn't have to compete as hard. He only has to compete against one other person. And I think it's way more likely for a tank to play over another tank, just based on meta, for example, you know, if Ryan is meta, he's someone's going to be playing instead of Adams, just straight up. Mm-hmm. So it's just you—you you can bank on these tanks a lot more uh, in terms of playtime versus their 
counterparts, which is why I think the Rhino pick is okay as well, because, you know, there is there are plenty of metas where Rhino probably does play other space. So, yeah, it's uh, this, the, the reinforced team locked in speedily. Game changer right there, speedily, ultraviolet chorong, massive, huge three starter, yeah. and then potential award winners for the last two in terms of let's hope they are good. I think, okay, maybe, maybe you guys disagree, but like in my mind, if you don't count proper, I yeah. think Chorong is the guy that's the furthest away from the second guy in his role. Oh, so like the main support leader? Yeah, he's like okay. Chirong is much better comparatively or more better than Chio, who I think is the second guy, than anyone else is by comparison. I think what well, who else would it even be? Like I think for instance, a Protamon three is a wash almost. Vigilante Finn, if you don't count the uh the Coming later into this, into the year, it's it's a wash. Kellen, that's maybe the argument where Kellen is probably better than. It's hard to say based on like how tanks are going to turn out, but right. If we're if we're looking at it from an Overwatch one lens, then yeah, I probably agree. Yeah. Otherwise, like Chirong is just like, and you better believe this boy was expensive. Like, that's a mm -hmm. that's. That's a guy that you can be really excited about. I just hope this team see, doesn't um, shit the bed and waste that talent. Because this is the, the mag level signing this year, right? Mm -hmm. uh, potentially, yeah. I mean, you, you see the two zeros in Chirong's name, by the way. That's, what, that's the two extra digits he got added onto the salary for this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You think a main support player got paid? Oh, we know a main support player got paid. <laughs> I wonder if he is the best. <sighs> Not chinged. I, I, I th I'm like reasonably confident he's, he's the best paid main support in the league. He's also on a three-year contract, is he not? Is Wait, too wrong? Yeah. Adam said he was. Adam said he was on like a two to three-year contract when they signed him. Um, Adam Adamu was like, "Yeah, we believe in building I didn't the future." Know this. Blah blah blah. And uh, the tweet's out there. Oh, yeah, he, he sign up to 2024. Yeah, oh, yeah, the tweet is, is deleted. <gasps> oh, <laughs> Pog. Oh, no. Deleted. Scraped. Uh, if only, Redacted. If only there was a way to bring up things <laughs> that were deleted on the internet. Oh, well. Unlucky. So it's a two plus one, apparently. So the third is optional. I don't know. Right. I guess it's crazy. Optional. Two plus one is nuts, by the way. Hmm. Uh, but it's then again, deal. One, once again, like two plus ones don't mean that much anymore if you don't know how how quickly the organization can get rid of his contract and if he has that thirty day, sixty day, ninety day, or whatever clause in there, right? Um, it's actually um, safer for players. It's like the the better contract for players now is the one year, right? One plus zero. Yep. Whereas like two plus ones, one plus ones, those are typically better for the org than it is the player, to my knowledge. Yeah, it's like. It, 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 they are very convoluted in how the optionality works now, right? Theoretically speaking, like for instance, I'm not sure if if Carpe was on a two plus one. I assume he was. That meant he had two years guaranteed, right? Mm. That the two plus one that Sharonga doesn't necessarily have to be two guaranteed years for him, right? 
Like he could be a two plus one, but his contract could say we can get rid of you with a severance of like ninety days. That's possible now, right? right? Or thirty days at, at the least, right? Um, mm -hmm. We definitely increased some optionality for for teams in general, but we won't know. Like he could have negotiated that part of his contract easily. Um, so maybe it is an actual two plus one as we know it from mm -hmm. from previous years. We don't know, but bottom line is like this guy had a ton of competition in the market this year and um like i think there's also an argument to be made that toronto missed a bunch of their targets this year and they just went like we're not going to miss strong like we're going to lock him up and as a result this now rivals for the best backline in, in uh yeah that's yeah that's fucking nice. crazy so the team is again for the audio listeners speedily chorong ultraviolet someone gorio in that order for Johnny. Let's move over to where Joe is, uh, where, like I said, Reiner ends up being a pretty big big pick. I mean, this is a way better roster than what Joe had last time. Immediately, it's just because he's got an actual hit scan plus True. flex DPS. Um, <laughs> but also the OG, OG Vigilante duo there is pretty pog as well. Yeah, I, I didn't like... No, it's not that I don't like provide. I think like he's going to be somebody that I think we're talking about by the end of the season um, in good ways um, as much as, yeah, London's probably going to be struggling. Let's be honest. Uh, I think he'll be kind of a bright spot for them. Um, I've heard lots of good things about Vigilante and some of this, you know, the VODs that I've seen, he does stick out like a sore thumb. Uh, OG, I don't think I need to really kind of speak on, you know, the, the old AT backline. They're, proven tested um uh, i think i i wanted to keep the the tracer you know like i mentioned with the the pick of pineapple i wanted to keep that like tracer flex open um and i just couldn't trust kilo or merit to be like not good enough but like consistent enough and i've seen pineapple on that blg team um mm. they trade off constantly um, I've been a big fan of Alpha Yi since I think like the old GC Busan wave with like him in like a tune. If memory serves me right, like this kid's been cracked for a long time. I think people are going to be, you know, really have their eyes open. Granted, yeah, I'm, I'm a little concerned with how the spark do in general, uh, but they're never shy for talent. Right. And that's, you know, not to be pun. Oh, and they have shy on the team as well. Yeah, that's it, it oh. feels like pineapple is just like a little shy in that way, like mini shy. <laughs> uh, he's, he's only a little bit shy. He's mostly confident. A little yes, bit shy. Yeah, he, he, he likes the stage. He likes the limelight. So I think if I had to, you know, <laughs> if I couldn't take shy, obviously he's not a rookie. Um, yeah, pineapple feels like a, a solid replacement in that way. And then you have, you know, pineapple alpha. -y. They've got that synergy. Got that. I was going to say, you, know, you have the only team of the four teams that has any like duo synergy speedily mm -hmm. ultraviolet they don't play the same roles but alpha e pineapple is an actual dps duo mm -hmm. yep. that i mean that that wasn't like a never huge together. <laughs> because Shai i mean let's be honest probably not <laughs> probably not, yeah, probably probably not. not. <laughs> but, no, you're right you're right but, i mean let's be honest like i mean based on what we're hearing right here volumel could be a hangzhou spark coach with these decisions it's possible no. <laughs> uh, I that competitor's <laughs> synergy, you know, way more valuable than Shy. It's a team game. Would also be better. <laughs> team game. Yeah. No, I mean, even if even if like 
you put me in that role i think shy gets gets played like after him <laughs> watching him for that long it's it's hard not to like so what you're saying of, is i trust you more than <clears throat> former Huckers, i would i would i would trust me to trust you to trust me more to put shy in yes thank god shy would actually <laughs> shy thanks you as well so why go pineapple yeah. then because i can't pick shy you dumbass <laughs> You realize you had other choices, right? Like, you don't have to be a China stan. You can absolutely pick... He explained. He explained why he didn't pick the other choices. You went to the toilet. You missed out. Okay. <laughs> he explained. So, while I went to the toilet, he took a verbal shit? Yes. Oh, come on. Like this. There are a couple... Like, you could have gone, you know, Kilo or whatever. That's possible. And, and how do you rate his tracer? Give me on a scale from one to fucking Pog Champ. How how high do you rate tracer? Kilo's does it tracer? matter if this guy plays five yes, minutes against Shy? It... Unfortunately, in Fantasyland, no, <laughs> in Fantasyland, everyone's not soccer. In fan exactly, and I'll, I'll I'm gonna defend him when it comes to my turn. Um, in Fantasyland, I just realized by the way, Joe was not the second pick. It was actually Yiska, but. Yeah. Whatever. We we do what we do. Any any further <laughs> comments here? Alfie, Reiner, Vigilante, OG Pineapple. Uh, I think I I like my team personally. Um, yeah. Similar kind of strategy. To That's at least one person that likes from. it. Ah, I hope Finn gets benched. <laughs> just just to spite you. I hope Finn who? gets benched. I don't know. Benched I hope they, I hope they, I hope they sign Moth like mid season and they just bench him and it's just Violet Moth. Well, let's be clear about something. Violet will never be benched. That's right. Because he's exactly he's the head. He's both the head coach and general manager <laughs> of the team. So here's Violet's the thing: never he's a fucking warlord. Shock aren't signing Moth mid-season because the only reason Moth would join would probably be if they were already successful and they were, could be like championship potential. But if they were so desperate that they had to sign a main support in the middle of the season in the first place, they'd probably mm -hmm. be garbage. And so <laughs> you'd want the main support to come in <laughs> and try to help this team because they wouldn't need help if they had to sign a main support. True. Or well. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, oh, that checks out. I wouldn't want to join a team that's like just struggling. I might get Jixay. Isn't just that how he joined in the first place? Bro, bro. You, you we're talking about Moth like, oh, he's just he's just sitting on a throne of luxury with so many options. What do you True. mean? Oh, I'm just not going to join this team. What are your other options, Moth? I'm, what are your I'm, other I'm, options? I don't like, know, real life. Did he not join Shock back in the day, like stage two? Am yeah. I misremembering that? Oh, no, yeah. he was still Oh, wait, did he join them? Mm -hmm. Bro, unless, dude, oh. unless Moth is on like the Libero crypto wagon, like what? I don't know what he could be doing right now. There's, uh, there's, there's such a, like a fun, like, he, okay. recent players that aren't in the league anymore that you could put in. Oh, he was nice ac team. academically pretty successful. I'm not sure oh, how yeah. much, uh, you know. This should Maybe, be yeah, okay. said outside of him, but yeah, he he was uh, he definitely has something going on outside. Mm. Fair enough. I'm not saying they don't. I'm not saying all owl players are only capable of playing owl and nothing else. But in the, in the context of like, but if you want you know, to, yeah, it's in the context play. of like one. Assuming you want to play in the league, assuming mm. that is a priority for someone, then and you currently don't have an offer. I, I don't think anyone can be in the position of like. Nah, I'm just not going to join Shock. You know, if assuming you want to play in the league, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, because you don't have another fucking choice. You know, if you want to play, you got to play. Yeah. You you you'd be like Exy right now. We're like, fuck, I just want to play. Any team, take me, please. Mm. So, yeah, 
But look, hey, power to him. If he's got other things going on in his life and he's happy doing that, power to him. That's great. I want him to be successful. So yeah. get in there, son. Uh, Yiska, your team. Calendar Pritter, Finn, Vindame, Zest. I feel very good about my team. Um, of course you do. You, you got Kellen. You, you, got my, you got part of my team last year. Last week, you're like, what, did, what, did, what was Avril's team? Yeah, let me just pick a bunch of those guys. Of course you feel good. <laughs> no, to be fair, I was sitting in second position, and in my mind, Johnny was either going to pick Kellen or Aprita. That was how it was going to go, and I was going to pick the other, right? Um, I think Speedily is fair in fantasy land. I know you guys probably like I. I personally value him highly as a flex DPS. Uh, I think he probably Who? speedily. Uh, Who? Oh yes, yes. I think we had the discussion, um, like just how good he is. I think this kid is probably the best Echo in the world, for instance. Um, and uh, Jerry is just like probably the best player coming out of AT, to be honest. If it's not him, it's ultraviolet. You got both of those, but yeah, I <clears throat> like. And I realized tank was just so competitive, right? Um, I also thought, like, it's it's going to be hard, like picking anyone. Like the the way the draft unraveled after that, I just thought, okay, I, I'm not going to get like. In my mind, you guys were just going to get your tank picks out of there after me because we all realized last time that it was so competitive and I was going to sit there um, like having to pick someone or something, which is not too big, uh, big down the line. I would have just then let the tank pick uh, be last. But yeah, the, the way the draft went, generally speaking, just let me, allowed me to uh, pick like main support and flex DPS. I realized, honestly, like, Zest is not too big of a downgrade from, like, the, the best non-proper pieces. No. Um, we'll definitely play the entire season. That's something uh, that uh, I enjoy because there's some falsification method from, for this pick. Like, if he sucks, then I was wrong. Um, I think the same... It's less true for Finn. I think there's a there's a world where like they get another main support and uh, Violet actually gets onto the flex deep, uh, flex support position. To be fair, I'm not sure if if Violet is actually as untouchable. I mean, we we talked about this before, like how he wasn't once and was offered, um, but then yeah, I think the 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 main support. Selection after Chio and Chorong is out of there, it's getting thinner, and I think yeah. I'm pretty happy with Windheim at that point. Um, yeah, yeah. Overall, I think everyone's first three picks are pretty decent, too good, with the mm. exception of Joe. <laughs> Listen, can you can you like get a script of your own? Last year you juice with Scrimbucks and you look your power rankings look the exact same, and now you first pick Kellen just like Avril. Like, do you have an like a creative or like unique thought in that brain of yours? Because those two are players do, in the do, league as well. Your your problem is that you think 
like your whoever wins is determined by creativity when it is about being correct which oh i don't know ask the dallas fuel ask the chungu hunters hmm, i don't know maybe it's like the, like nobody's thought that way thought Same. what thought what <laughs> i'm just gonna play the meta i'm gonna be the washington justice and look like dog shit the entire season shut up oh, we're going back there we're going back <laughs> That's a woeful opinion. You sound like a fucking clown. Go back to Reddit. <laughs> this one to go, Stu. What are you? No, Jesus Christ. I basically what I do, Johnny. This is what I do. Uh, what I do is like you. You seen Dark Knight, right? With, with Heath Ledger and stuff. I'm like uh, you know, the I'm, first one. Yeah. I, I, well, basically, it's the scene where he pretends to be dead, and then um, he's recruiting gangsters, mm. and he he breaks a. Um, what the the billiard pole in half, and he's like, I only got space for one of my team, and they have to fight each other. That's what I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. The Iskra and Jar. I just watch them fight. You know, <laughs> it's like that scene from The Simpsons with you know the whole circle of people with money betting yes. on the two monkeys fighting, but it's just me and the, the two monkeys. monkeys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit flinging monkeys. That's definitely true. Um, but it's a solid team. I obviously just like the monkeys. You don't get paid for making content in Overwatch. Correct. There you go. Finn's a big win on this team. Yes. Finn's yes, a big win on this team. Good. I really, I probably fucked up by not targeting uh, Flex support earlier, but. It was like a rat. Uh, it felt like a rat race. Did, did anybody else kind of feel that way? It's like right when Kellen gets picked, it's like, all right, we're uh, not trying to pick any bad main tanks here, guys. Because like, we're, as we're soon as. Not to be false. Oh, it's a rule of scarcity because as soon yeah. as. Something's off the table. Like, oh fuck! You know the 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 pool's getting quite thin. You know mm -hmm. the pool's the water's getting a bit shallow here. You better dive in. For it's like somebody buys Bitcoin. You see, going up. You're like, oh, I better get in <laughs> early. You know, gotta get on the GameStop you know, early before it skyrockets too much. Otherwise, otherwise, I'm dropping 200k and losing all of it. Like a certain person, but um, and it's all good. Don't worry about. It. It's just a joke. Um, <laughs> did happen, but I'm just being. I'm joking. Uh, I don't want that person to be upset. But we are, um, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a good pick. Everyone does have. I think all the first, second, third round picks are pretty mm. clear and pretty easy. Tons of good talent. You can't miss out. Um, and a lot of the strategy comes down to like from third pick onwards. What can you kind of like just steal away? Yeah. Or how could you potentially screw another person over? Stuff like that. So, um, not much to really further say about your team other than. Just an overall solid team. You covered all your bases, and everybody works. Uh, looking over towards mine, I think I got really starry-eyed about Stalker. I was like, "Oh, yeah. he's open, he's available." Yeah, it's a strong pick. I got to, I got to snag him before Joe does Alpha U Stalker again. <laughs> um, and and trust me, Joe would have been after me again because I was four or five, he was six, right? So I was like, mm -hmm. you know. I don't I don't think in good faith I could do it again. Like looking back on it, I'm just like, who can I pick that like has like a phenomenal tracer and like could yeah. play hit scan? It's like, oh stalker. So here's the thing. I think Stalker is like an insane flex DPS because he actually mm -hmm. has one of those wild pulls where he does yeah. cover hit scan, does cover projectile, covers tracer exceptionally well. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about a guy where, you know, over the his career that I cast him in and He's been the lead hitscan player on Gen G when it's a hitscan meta. He's also been the lead projectile player when it's a projectile meta. He's also been the lead tracer when it's a tracer meta. He is like the mini proper mm -hmm. for his team. 
Just that, obviously, the pieces around him and Genji were not nearly as good as the pieces around Proper and O2. You know, um, O2's general team around Proper has been insane, whereas Stalker has had to be, like, the leave of Genji and mm. just had to drag his team at certain <laughs> points. Like, fuck, man, I wish, I wish I could put some better players around Stalker, but it is what it is. Um, this guy is pretty... I think, I think because of Genji's lack of success as a roster outside of Gauntlet 2020, mm. he... And maybe his general reputation is dragged through the mud mm-hmm. uh, because of his team's underperformance, lack of success, all of it together. I'm pretty sure Stalker and Glister were together at one stage as well, if I'm not mistaken. On uh, is it Gauntlet? Did they play together in Gauntlet? I'm trying to remember. Let me just go to Liquipedia real quick because I, I think they were on at the same time. And if they were, that would have been a crazy good duo. Yeah, Glister, Stalker, Wakid. That's nuts. Glister and Stalker played together. <laughs> Glister, Stalker, Glister uh, Stalker together would have been was was pretty fucking crazy. Do, do you believe in the Glister glow up for Paris this year? Just the sidetrack a little bit. So. I think I he's think a, so. I think he's an upgrade. Yeah. He is an upgrade. I think he him and J Mac have a good working relationship as well. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think it's pretty clear that Glister chose. Is, did he potentially choose a pay cut to be with Paris just to be with J Mac? Okay, is that the do story? You think he had a lot of offers this year. I think he would have had more offers than just Paris, surely. Yeah, that's probably true. I gotta assume like teams Paris like a, could like a Dallas Paris could table. not have been the only Paris could yeah. not have been the only team. Where would he go Paris. otherwise? Let's let's think. Thinking think, caps on. I think Dallas with him would have. I think he. Yeah. I think Dallas probably should have gone for him. I think they probably had an offer. I if I had like gunned ahead, like did they have an offer? I you got to assume. So I the reason I don't think they did is because if they did, I think Lissa would have gone to Dallas. As much as he likes J Mac, yeah. I don't think he likes J Mac mm. enough to go to Paris instead of Dallas. Let's be real here. Unless like, <laughs> unless there's some mad friends with benefits thing going on there that you know Lissa's <laughs> like, I'm in love. I, I made this joke last week, but Johnny wasn't here to hear it, so I'll do it again. I'm in love. I'm gonna marry J Mac, and the best part. No prenup. It's happening, baby. It's happening. <laughs> and he's going over to Paris. So unless J-Max offering that, I, I don't think he's taking that know. deal over Dallas if that was on the table. I mean, it does, it does like signal not a desperate, but it does signal like a lack of offers unless the power of friendship is literally that strong. Right. Houston could have taken him. Houston, Houston is a, him yeah, in. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. yeah. So many teams could have taken him. Um, I don't know. I think it's a really yeah. fun fit. I think in Paris as well, like he doesn't necessarily have the pressure that he faced on Shock either. Mm-hmm. And I think Paris is like a really smart team. Yeah. I think I, I, I'm looking forward to see more from Paris. I think they could be a team that um, potentially abuses some of these teams that necessarily ha- doesn't have their support line figured out, doesn't have their yeah. tank mm-hmm. role figured out. They're a yeah. stable, smart team that I think are going to play a very consistent, smart game. And mm-hmm. we have a lot of teams that are a bit in flux at the moment, so they mm-hmm. could expose that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think overall, like that team in general, not to completely dive into a Paris like team preview, but I think that DPS lineup is something that like not a lot of people rate too highly. I think a lot of people are sleeping at Naga, and I think people were like soured by the glister of last year for the like the few times that we saw him. Mm-hmm. But he was solid last year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So moving on from that, I uh, tank. Ever quick? Yes, He's. Go on. I wanted to ask you something about Stalker. And yep. you might have to break my heart here. Do you think okay. there's a chance that he benches one of the starters on Soul? Yes, I do. Um, most likely he benches Fitz 
And people are going to be people like, Avril's crazy. How could he bench Fitz? Well, there could be metas yeah. where Prophet needs to be the guy on an on say an Echo, on a Fire, on a Genji, on the the, the typical Prophet heroes. Mm-hmm. And you need another Tracer. Now, one of Soul's weaknesses last year was they had the leave issue where Prophet had to carry too much because Fitz is flexible. He's good. But outside of his normal hit scan, you play Sombra and Doomfist, which don't get me wrong, those are great picks. However, in positions where you want, where you only have two DPS because, I don't know, Sabiolbi was invisible is what it is. Mm. Uh, so let's just pretend there was only two DPS because Sabiolbi mm. just didn't exist on that team. So you didn't have a second Tracer. So Prophet had to be your only Tracer, which means realistically for Soul, because Tracer is so integral, you just play Tracer plus Hitscan or Tracer, I mean Tracer's Echo, Tracer, sorry, Tracer Sombra is really good, so I think they kind of get away with it. But my, my general storyline is you can never have Fitz on this Tracer, and we did see a few times when Soul tried to put Fitz on Tracer, and it wasn't good. It wasn't mm. good enough. Not in a, I mean, it's it's passable, but you cannot have a passable Tracer in this league. We learned that lesson last year. Passable Tracer means you fail. You need elite tracer, or you simply cannot compete. And so, in Echo Tracer metas, which did exist last year, Soul struggled because Prophet had to obviously play the Echo, and Fitz was just like, "Fuck, I don't know how to play Tracer. This is this is scuffed." And they and Soul just kind of buckled under that. Um, so there are plenty of metas that Stalker does play because he does bring a lot of extra utility to the table to supplement Prophet's hero pool. And I'm trying to think of would there be would be there be any metas that you'd play? Yeah, maybe double hit scan. You'd play Stalker Fitz as well for double hit scan. I could see that. But um I think Stalker's gonna get a lot more playtime than people give him credit for. People just assume he's gonna be perma benched because mm-hmm. the profits duo is so legendary, and it is. Yeah. But there are plenty of heroes that Fitz doesn't cover that Stalker would fill the gaps in. Like, can you imagine Soul last year with Stalker? Like, this kid looks like he's a stud in like contenders. Like he's he looks like he's just diffing people. And you like he should be in the Overwatch yeah. League, and he's With probably better that, than most of the Overwatch League. Yeah, he's different people, and he's on a team that just blows, and he's mm-hmm. like the one good player on his team. So, Very you know, if we're talking up. if we're talking about a flitter deadlift award, I mean, Stalker was that mm-hmm. flitter was like a deadlift. Stalker was a deadlift player on his team, hundred percent, just because he had to carry his team so fucking hard. The Stalker backpack was a very real thing yep. in pretty much every iteration of Genji. If you so if you I want got, like. I felt like Gauntlet was like the big eye opener for me. I don't know if there's like a big yeah. like match to point to for you, Avril, that you were just like, yo, this kid just like um, is any of them. nutting. All of them. All of okay. them really. All of them. <laughs> he was like he was he was doing the leave carry. He was doing the <laughs> deadlift every single game, you know, something like that. Yeah, and that was the meta as well. That was the year that I think he showed how good his tracer was. Mm-hmm. Just to cement everything else. He already showed me his hit scan, already showed his projectile, and then he's like, you know what? My trace is up there. And it was. So well done. Um, moving on. So Stalker, very happy about him. I think I just had my, I was real starry-eyed about it, so I just had to snag him <laughs> up. Um, Kaluge, prob- I just did the opposite of Yiska. He took Kellen, so I took Kaluge. <laughs> we just traded places on the tanks there. Yeah. Is what it is. Um, MN3, who I've said plenty of good things about. You notice, by the way, how I just, I take plays with three in their names. So I locked that True. down. Um, I don't think there were any other players with three. So was, after I took him and three stalkers, like, well, now I'm just allowed to pick anybody because you know I got all the threes out of there. Um, what what else do I need to say? I mean, really, really solid player. Covers all the hit scans. Has the tracer. Very important that on my team I have two players that have tracer. I think that's something I, I value a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I love when teams have that. 
Yeah, I think it gives you so much like flexibility. Yeah. It allows you to do so much. I've just seen too many times yes. in previous seasons where a team is limited in hero pool because only one guy plays Tracer, and you're like, well, I guess we can't play this meta or this composition. We can only do this. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so MN3 solid. Sniper's insane. Um, go look at his... Philly made a compilation. His sign. Yeah. You can just look at that if you're lazy. If you want to put in more work like Johnny and you want to watch the VODs, the VODs are available from T1. Sadly, they didn't get to play in the finals and the, the other second match as well because of COVID. But I think T1 would have been right up there. Uh, MN3 is just a huge pickup for Fusion. The fact that they got Zest in MN3 is insane. Chio is the immediate pick after Chorong and also a great pick in his own regard. Um, I think, that, yeah, I probably have Chorong first. I don't know if I agree there's a huge gap. It's not a proper level gap by any means. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it might be a, a bit of a gap. I don't think it's like gigantic. I don't, there's, no, there's no gulf between these two players. You have to have to mm. consider it's main support where yeah. it can be difficult to really ascertain huge output. Uh, I, I think Chorong's active on the kill feed and active in his playstyle, similar to Lee Jagon, which makes him exciting, makes him valuable, makes him a playmaker. Um, I think the... Probably saw a little bit... The exciting thing about Chorong is that at least Toronto thinks they also got a flex support there. They can a guy that can cover the flex support right. if it yeah. push comes to shove, right? Yeah. I think they do subscribe to that, yeah. I think um um well Chio's gonna have to do something like that because they don't have a flex support on Dallas either. So they're doing right. field the Chio. And Chio should be a, an upgrade over Jexa for sure. And Chio was probably he played the most Mostly played Brig last year, but it was mostly a Brig meta. Can't remember seeing too much Lucio, but he also did play Lucio on Runaway. So you have to remember he was also on that Runaway squad, so that's where you probably have to look if you want to see some Chio Lucio, but otherwise you play a lot of Brig. And then finally, Irony. I mean, the, the pool started to get a bit weak for me, but I still think Irony is a solid pick. Uh, the Irony Hyunjae duo on Billy Billy was, was really, really good. I actually thought maybe they would both be picked up. Yeah. Um, but ended up only being Irony. Is Hyunjae old enough or is he under? I mean, they, they picked up Super Rich, right? I think yeah, you got to prioritize. Yeah, that's actually fair. Yeah, I guess if you get Super for Rich, sure. you're not going to you're not gonna double up a main support, so it's unlucky for Hyunjae, sadly. Yeah. So, I'll second the Hyunjae vote, though. Definitely stood out. Super Rich is probably a, a very worthwhile pickup for mm. um, the Hangzhou Spark, so it makes a lot of sense. We didn't pick in this um, time. Is that well, a no, snap? because... Who did get picked? OG Chorong. Um, Vindame. Let me have a look. What was last time? Shit. Did Chio get picked last time? I don't, I don't think, think we yeah, picked Vindame. Yeah, right? Oh. No, we had um, Chio, Chorong, OG, and Super Rich. Okay, no Vindame. Super Rich. Yep. Mm. No Vindame last time is why. <laughs> yep. So. I mean, do you feel a bit better about Super Rich? Flexibility over Vindime. Didn't Vindime primarily play Brig? No. I think or it was just a Brig meta. I mean, Super Rich mainly play Brig as well. It was just a Brig meta. Fair yeah. I think um, Super Rich's other very key hero has typically been the Mercy, and that's because he just pockets either Dia on the Ash or he pockets mm. Spectra in the Echo. Mm. So I haven't seen a lot of Super Rich Lucio because. None of the teams he's ever played on has really played Lucio. They've only think, really played Blade Mercy. Yeah. Did, did he and hold his level? China. 
Say what? Mm -hmm. Did he hold his level? Because like I remember like everyone when Team CC was nuts, this kid like everyone a thought he was definitely going to Overwatch League, and yeah. like thought this kid was like the second coming of well, Lee Gone or something. Well, they they from a China perspective, they did believe he was better than Nisha and Yvelt. Oh, definitely Nisha, definitely better than Nisha mm. was their position, oh. and um. I mean, you can ask Kenobi. Kenobi will tell you that Super Witch is a, a better player oh, than Nisha. Super Witch is crazy. So, yeah. there was that. So I think that was a, maybe a surprising... But Nisha ended up being pretty good, so I guess Chengdu didn't lose out on too mm -hmm. much. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. Mm -hmm. He was obviously really good. I mean, he, he, he wasn't like a giant... He did some playmaking on, on the break. It's hard because I think for main supports, they get really excited. You want to see their Lucio too. Just to be like, what kind of Lucio do they have? Are they active? Sure. Do they do stuff around the map? You know, are they clutch? Because Lucio kind of does that for your team. So not seeing that maybe weakens his, you know, people's excitement of him a little bit because it's just a bit more of an unknown factor. Um, we'll have to see in Overwatch 2, you know, what happens. Is Lucio going to be a big pick or not? Because that's going to determine a lot of people's... Uh, you know, the main supports on how good they are in terms of quality will probably come down to heroes like that. And if it is, guys like Chorong are going to dominate because we know his Lucio is insane. I really hope so. By the way, I, I, I generally feel, I'm not sure if you guys agree, but like, there are very few... Okay, let's say, if Moira the hero didn't exist, almost every Lucio meta is exciting. Oh, for sure. It's just another role that can be a, a gigantic yeah. playmaker. Unfortunately, with Moira, Lucia just becomes a hard end run six down mid kind of team. Yeah, yeah, and that's less exciting. But yeah, I agree. Oh, man, Moira just just get rid of Moira in the game. She's better, right? So just to hit her with the Arissa style rework, like just new hero, or just rebuild her. Yeah, cool. you have the money. So as we hit the two hour mark, I think we all have pretty competitive. I think this this round. This version of the draft was a bit more competitive than last time. Mm. Everyone kind of, you know, got a bit more strats under the belt. Mm -hmm. uh, more even teams. Um, I mean, I think this is a pretty controversial draft, quite honestly, because I could see, like, listeners and, and viewers really have different opinions on players that should have been picked up, whether that's Kilo and Sam yeah. or yeah. Merit, stuff like that. I mean, we say that, like, you can't go wrong. But I think, uh, you know, if we look back at this draft after the season, I think there might potentially be some yeah. standout picks that, like, really look bad. And me included on Curio, right? Yeah, but there are so many good rookies that it's hard to pick the right ones. And if you want to mm -hmm. take on some risk like me, then, you know, you can do that. But this could really... This, yeah. there, There's just at least five more players that you would have liked to see drafted. Oh, for but sure. you can't fit them all in. What do you think? think the, the obvious ones, anyway. What do you do think? Do we want to go through like the obvious ones? Which are the obvious ones? Yeah, I, I'd like to hear like what who's the guy we didn't pick that is like has the highest peak potential, like where we just like look this most oh, stupid mean, for not picking. I mean, is it? Not I mean, just Kilo? probably Kilo Merritt. I mean, one yeah, of those guys, yeah. maybe both of those guys. They're just obvious. It's just like it's obvious that especially on a team like Shock that are built to succeed, mm -hmm. you land in a heavy hit scam meta. Kilo ends up on his head side of the coin of consistency and he starts doing arms level stuff. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. There it is. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, 
that's the kilo uh that's that's kilo for you who, who when he's when he's hitting shots man he's hitting some shots what he's about patty Yep. Patty can land pretty well as well. I mean, yeah. again, people probably Pants. underrate him because he's like, oh, Valorant guy, Hearthstone Masters, but you know, he's clearly deep in the top 500 now, so that we can we can put that to bed. The the reason um, why I think this could pop off is because I know Face is a big uh, believer in uh, in Patty. Like he, mm-hmm. I think that you can still find tweets calling him like the most talented player in Overwatch history, like the best player in the world, stuff like that. Right? Like I think. You mm, should expect that he has l- at least will be given the chance. Now, oh, sure. depending on what he his needs- hero pool looks like, bruh, like some of that is just like Kevsta oh. is like a top three uh, player in his role in the league, right? Like it's mm. depending on what you it. play. I've casted more, I've watched more Patty than anyone mm-hmm. outside of probably Face to coach them. But I, no, in fact, I've probably looked at Patty more than Face has because. I looked over Patty's career pre-talent esports when Patty was on a full Thai team mm-hmm. and he stood out, easily stood out. He was on the Thai uh, national roster for World Cup. He talked to, I remember in an AMA with, um, oh shit, why am I blanking out? What's the other Dallas Thai players? Mickey. Um, mm-hmm. AMA with Mickey. I'm like, who's the best? I can't remember if I said Thai or just like Pacific players. Like, who's the best Thai player right now? He's like, Pat Pan. For sure, like not even close. That's including himself. Second is not even close. So, but you know, don't just take Mickey's word for it. Just looking over his career, he's had some crazy metas where he has been simultaneously like probably the best Widowmaker. Widowmaker is actually one of his best picks. I don't know if it still is, which by the way leads to how good he was in Valorant because you know you just play these play these hit scans, bring them over to Valorant. He was a jet player. He was playing the operator. He was a, he was like the sniper on the team as well. So actually people people think he's mostly a flex player, but he's a flex player with like an, a crazy sniping pool as well. Like he just plays this water. I don't know if he still has that with him. I assume he probably should given he just came from Valorant, yeah. but he does have to compete with Arns for that Widow. So he probably doesn't get a lot of time on Widow if Arns is on the team and is playing at the same time. And it's actually unlikely that Arns and Patty play together because you would have to bench Kevster. And I just don't see Glad's benching Kevster. So, um, but the good news is, even if you are playing Patty Kevster, you you have that extra like maybe Patty just jumps on a Widow and he can do that. But Patty's just play, he played the Doomfist as well. Um, he plays. I think he doesn't play some of the hard. Excuse me, some of the hard projectiles like Echo. He's probably leaning towards more of a, dare I say, hitscan heavy. He definitely has Tracer. Definitely has May. I'm trying to remember if he did Genji as well. What, Paddy? Back- yeah, I'm pretty sure he played Genji. Didn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, yeah. Didn't, he, uh, didn't he play a lot of Genji when he was like 15 for that Thai World Cup team? Oh, he did. He did. Actually, he did play Genji for the World Cup. I remember that. Yeah, we were both there. In Thailand, yeah. he did bring out the Genji. It was solid. That was yeah. such so- a... I mean, I, I played against that team. That was such a scary team to play against because, one, you know that they're, you know, Thailand. You should be able to beat these guys because you come from, like, way more infrastructure, you know, sure. way way better practice partners, like that. You hate going up against teams like that that um, come from, you know, a region that you haven't been able to scout out as much and they have, like, the underdog thing going for them. Everyone loved the Thai team because Mickey and Paddy Van right? Mm-hmm. And so you the already have team. that disadvantage. And then these guys, I remember, like, so vividly, they're, like, super aggressive. 
Like, they just run into you. And those teams are scary to play, whether it's like, uh, you know, Selfless in <laughs> 2017 mm-hmm. or if it's Dallas Fuel in 2021. Playing super aggressive teams like that is just scary because it just throws you off and you can't set up, you can't prepare as much. And Thailand did that stuff with Parifan and Genji. That shit was like wicked scary to play against. I think we ended up beating them. Um, but, you know, that those are just teams you don't want to go up against. And so you got to put a lot of respect for those guys to be able to pull off performances like that. He's got a very interesting hero pool. I mean, even looking at his Wikipedia, Tracer would have fired Doomfist Genji. I mean, what a wild hero pool. I don't, I just, I don't even know players with That's that many, kind of yeah. hero pool. Generally, yeah. when you play mostly flex, you don't have a Widowmaker, and it's crazy that he does. Mm. Um, so there it is. That's uh, so Patty could be, and you know, we always talk about Patty's potential, and I think everyone, even the fans, they all agree that Patty's potential is really high. It's just the question mark of like. How does he come back in? It's that kind of leave story where leave took a break to play PUBG and comes back yeah. a bit shaky. But then the next year he's a god. Whereas Patty yeah. comes back from Valorant, maybe a bit shaky. Maybe in twenty twenty three, Patty's a god. Who knows? Yeah, he's got some good infrastructure around him though. So, like you mm-hmm. said, base is there, smash is there, great team around Hunters him. There. Yeah, Hunter as well. Coaching staff in general, like among the top of you know. Well respected, like that's not a team that you want to sleep on in terms of leadership. So, nope. if that's that's a good if you, if you're hoping that, that like Patty what? succeeds, that's a good you know incubator isn't that to like, be stuck in. Isn't that like the best non-disciple of Krusty coaching line? Because generally people think like the good yeah. coaching lines are all disciples of Krusty, right? This yeah. is probably the best non-Krusty disciple coaching line, I'd say. I would say so. so. There is that D pays so. disciples. There it is. <laughs> the D and D alliteration. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, beyond that, and it's kind of maybe, a reach. We'll see if, what happens at London. Maybe Admiral provide pop off, and I get clowned on. But it's not that I think they're not good. I just, I just don't know them. Is the for thing. Sure, that's, yeah. that's what I come back to at the end of the day. I think and, Admiral is going to be very important for that London team, based mm-hmm. on like what the, the the research that I've made. I think that it's going to be a team that like lives and dies by their DPS duo a lot of the time, whether that's like mm-hmm. Sparker and um, Shax, and then you know we'll see how Poco Hardy kind of figured itself out. I think Admiral, if he's able to bring like some stability and leadership and shot calling to that team, I think that's going to make a world of difference in the back line and in the tank line. And if you mm-hmm. get those departments sorted, I think the DPS line will like you know pull their own. They'll they'll pull their weight uh, because Sparker and Shax are that good. So. Um, yeah, I, I hope Admiral does well for them because I think he could really bring something that's missing for them. I think sure. I think people probably shit on Becky a little too hard. I think people were just like, I just never saw, I just didn't find the highlights. I really didn't, Admiral. I'm sorry. I didn't I find the Becky when, highlights. When GC Busan did well, Gary and Becky were kind of at the forefront for me mm. in terms of trying to pull their team across because I didn't rate their tank line at all. Regardless of whether their team was trying to put resources into the tank line or not, I don't think their team, the tank line was just uninspiring the whole time. And the only time they were looking yeah. good is is if Becky and Gurio can really step it up. Um, I Becky's probably underrated player. I wouldn't. I'm not going to go ahead and put him in a, in a skewed sure. candidacy. He's not. He's not there for me. Mm. But I don't think he's like trash tier. I mean, some there are people out there talking about him like oh, Becky shouldn't even be in the league. I'm like, what? I mean, I don't know if I agree with that. It's just hard, they... right? Because you know what, what? What is Becky's strongest hero? It's probably the Echo, right? Like he has some, you know, he had some good moments on Echo. I saw him get like three Ks, four Ks on Echo, duel some of these guys. 
But then you have to go up against the likes of, you know, Cest on Philadelphia Fusion, uh, yeah. Profit and Stalker on Soul Definitely Dynasty. Like it's, Zest. Sorry? Definitely worse than Zest, yeah. Yeah. And even, you know, Guangzhou Charge. Like, uh, you have to go, I mean, maybe, uh, but like, yeah, Choice One, I, I cannot rate Choice I mean, One. When, to you, be honest, when, so. you, when you put him against his competition, yeah, he doesn't look as good. I'll give you that for sure. That could be an issue. It's just a stacked region, man. It's it's tough. Mm. Well, you know, I could have seen you know, Becky on an NA team, maybe. You know, it's bad when like we're doing the Philadelphia preview, and Josh is like, "So, what do you rate this DPS line?" We're like, "Oh fuck." It's <laughs> 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 Zest MN three. You're still putting them like fourth. It's like, mm. oh, that doesn't feel yeah. great. But I mean, outside of that, who knows? Uh, maybe Fix will surprise because he had a re- people think Fix is bad, but he actually had a pretty reasonable season. Uprising Academy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Enterprise Academy did pretty good so a bunch of those Enterprise Academy ga- guys came through Victoria Finale Fixer all on teams yeah. who knows alright cool any final thoughts on these on the draft on the teams on the players uh, the voting thing yeah the fans yeah um, so the, the final thing for the fans call to action is that you guys can let us know who you think have the best rosters uh, in a couple of different ways. There will be kind of like a survey thing where you can drop... The, uh, Eric, remind me, is it top three or top five? Like, you pick X amount of players per role that you rank out of all the rookies, and and then points are basically top five. So you, you pick five rookies yourself, mm-hmm. and then based on, you know, what everyone picks in their top five, those points, they're given points based on the ranking, and those are collated across, and then applied towards our roster to see you know what for example how many points does speedily have and how how much does that contribute to johnny's team in terms of points and we add those up um in another in, in other ways i mean just go ahead and say in the in the youtube comments on reddit wherever tweet at us uh in the yes squad if you're in there who had who you think had the best team who do you think had the best team what did you think of the drafting Tell us about how we're all stupid for not picking Merit or somebody. Mm-hmm. A lot um, of people are going to vote Kilo as like their fourth, yeah. fifth best mm, prospect. Yeah. Tell us how you how you think we've all overlooked Psycho and how he's really insane and these people don't watch <laughs> EU. He's not Psycho's doom, EU man. Is. Psycho's doom fist. Um, Ciao. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Tell us about how we're underrating... Tell us about how you're the biggest Venom fan. You think that Venom's tracer is going to carry Atlanta to global success. Let mm. us know. Let us know. I think you mentioned all rookies besides opener this episode. There we go. True. Opener. There, yep. um, That's most of them. Backbone, maybe? We didn't talk <laughs> about Unique. <laughs> we, didn't talk about, we didn't talk about Backbone. And we didn't talk about... We talked about... We brought up Itzel's name once. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, Finale. unique is a funny one because he was he was he. I brought up Finale a little bit. Okay, yeah. unique is an interesting one because he was on that Element Mystic 2019 core, but mm. then he just kind of like fell off the radar a bit. I don't know. He kind of got overlooked by Rush, and you know when you when you get overlooked by Rush, everyone just like you know everyone just follows Rush into the distance, and unique is left behind. Um, with poor Takoyaki who's <laughs> still in the ether somewhere. Yeah, what's that right. guy up to? I don't know, man. Maybe he's doing the maybe greatest, he's doing... the greatest main tank prospect of twenty twenty one. 
He's collecting crypto with Libro, hopefully. That's his best shot. <laughs> He's waiting. He's waiting for 2023, guys. Uh, who knows? Spark have moved on. Spark have too many tanks as it is. But they don't need another True, one. They, yeah. they've, they've had their time in the Jesus. sun with Spark. With, uh, with tanks. They have fucking uh, good on the roster. Mm-hmm. They do. <laughs> they need to trade some people because Chengdu's out there like, hey, give us one. Give us a tank. <laughs> Why are you hogging three? So, episode 222. Rookie draft. Done and dusted. Johnny, thank you for being on the show. So a pleasure. Fun. Um, and I'm sure it won't be the last. I'm sure we'll do another crossover. Uh, and it'll be lots of fun. We're looking forward to the start of the season. We're like less than a month out now. We're pretty much just, just about a month out. Crazy. Mm. About 30 odd days out. It's going to get wild this season. Let's see how it pans out. We'll see you next week for the continuation of our team previews. We've still got second half of NA plus APAC. Still got to do power rankings and we still got to do previews of the matches etc so a lot to come up through for tcp stay tuned follow the socials 223 coming up we'll see you next time